Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Again. I was only 
fuck it. We're just going to go because I don't know what the fuck happened to the music. This fucking thing. Well, turn, I, turn plugged it in. I plugged it in again and it didn't work. So fuck it. Uh, piece of shit. <laughs> fucking stupid computer programs. Turn the camera on. I don't fucking care. Oh. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fag shit. <laughs> fucking OBS doesn't fuck. It never fucking works the right way. Never does. Hmm. bullshit Nick's extra cranky today because I woke him up from his very comfortable nap with Annie yeah, go ahead fucking wake me up see how that does you, you get your fucking fingers bit off it's you're not careful not my fault that you decided to take a nap like an hour before the show I wanted to take a nap obviously why did you fuck with my settings I didn't fuck with your settings I didn't touch your settings I didn't touch it. I did not touch. You were in here. I have not been in here since I opened up all the clips. You've been in here ever since. So don't fucking blame me. Can you all hear me? I mean, because right now I don't even know if you can hear me because right now I'm fucking. Yes, I, they can hear us. This is. I have no idea what happened, but. What is this doing all the way the fuck over here? I, I have no idea. You fucked with my. I did so, not fuck with anything. Somebody did because I didn't move this over here. This. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You fucked up my shit. I didn't fuck with shit. You fucked up my shit. There it is. That's normally where it is. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. Ooh. He could be at it. It again. is Friday the 13th. It is. By the way. And it's been one of those days. Not really. Apparently. Not really. Yeah, he might be doing his own show. He might have started, fired up OBS and learned at the same Seamus, speed I did. Probably Annie, because she's smarter than Seamus. Significantly shorter. They're both shorter. Stop. I mean. Shorter? They're, they're both significantly shorter? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> That's exactly. Wow. They're significantly shorter. No. Annie is significantly smarter than Seamus. Wow. Just more stubborn. It's okay, though. That's what happens anyway. What the fuck? Oh, it's okay. Mick didn't even want to do a show. I showed it. I really don't. It's the same news. There's nothing that's changed. Nothing has changed. Everything's the same. Well, no, one no, thing changed. No, no, stop, stop. It's going nowhere until they do something about it. Until they stop them. Until the. It's still too little, too late. I don't give a fuck what anybody says now. You can say whatever you want now. If you were pro-vaccine at any time, now that the news is coming out and saying that the vaccines are bad, mm -hmm. you're dead to me. You don't even exist on the same plane of existence that I do. I, I, I gotcha. I understand. So fuck them. I don't give a shit. And there's a bunch of cocksucking motherfuckers. And I'm going to tell you, they're all on Fox News and they're be begging, oh, please give us amnesty. We didn't mean it. We, we just thought that you should die because you weren't doing what we were telling you to. Mm -hmm. Not because you were critically thinking about what we were saying. And you were saying, wait a minute. Why would I go fucking do something like that to myself? Hmm. Nope. No amnesty. Give a shit what Fox News says. I don't care what fucking the Washington Post comes out with. I don't give a fuck. We just listened to fucking deaf boy Fauci mm -hmm. for a fucking hour on Neil Cavuto, who's the biggest sis in the world. Yeah, I know. I mean, if he got any more cuck, he would have been down there blowing Fauci. You know, cuck is trending on Twitter. Is it? Yeah. Figures. 
I mean, what else do we have going on? I mean, fuck, we, we, we started the week out on Monday night football with a player almost dying from a heart attack. And on Friday, wasn't that last week? That was last was Monday because we're Monday? on like day 11 of some, or something, day 12 of the, oh, okay. of the DeMar it might watch. Be. Yeah. It might be. It's like so day 12, yeah. Either way, so last week it started out with the football player basically having a heart attack on the field. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, what, Lisa Marie Presley dying last night. Oh, there was a whole bunch of people in between too. Um, oh, I'm not even counting all those people. Mm-hmm. But the notable ones... Mm-hmm. She died last night of a heart attack. And apparently when she went to the Golden Globes or some bullshit like she that, was like out of her you own. were telling me that she was crazy. I was hearing that she was like, I, I was hearing chatter after she died that like she wasn't, she wasn't acting like herself at the Golden Globes, which I didn't watch the Golden Globes. So I couldn't really tell you, but that's, I went on Instagram. I, I went into her little Fox news page where mm-hmm. it said that she had passed away. Yeah. And I said, I wonder what her. Oh, oh, she was jabbed. Oh, yeah, no, she was. Oh, no, just to just to put it, I know she was jabbed, Mm -hmm. but it's like that guy who goes in there and says, "Hey, I think somebody shit on the coats." Mm -hmm. That's what I did. Uh, I know, and that set everybody off. So I was good with that. Yep. How dare you? Yep. But then I did notice this though. Instead of getting lamb blasted like I normally do, which I did Mm -hmm. a little bit, there were a couple comments in there that said, "Well, obviously." Wait a minute. What if he's right? I mean, obviously she died from the jab. Everyone knows that. So just saying it's looking a lot more like you're dying from the jab. I wonder if we can make that a song. It looks like you're going to die from the no, jab. No, no, we're trying to, Every we time are you trying, get stuck. we're trying to heal people from the jab. We're not trying to get them to die from despair if you look as at they the wake up. And 10, Remember, if you look at the five and 10, no, no. All right, y'all. I have to say, I understand because I was there like six months ago and Mick put me on a COVID moratorium for this um, after Justin died. But uh, No, I put you on a COVID moratorium before that. No, you put me on that. Because all you would talk about is... No, no. Is how everyone was going to die? Before that. And that's where you're at now. And that's where you're at now. I'm not there. Mm -hmm. I've been... I'm well past you. What the fuck ever. You were higher than a kite. Not unfortunately, I'm not. I wish I was. Let's do that. No shit. I don't know. You snoozed your alarm instead of turning it off. That happens to me all the time. No, we don't. We've got to be positive for us. We don't have to be positive for them. Stop thinking that way. Oh, we're not waking everybody up. You're not going to wake everybody up. You can see the ones that are just refusing to. We showed you videos of it last night. I know. It's just what it is. Anyway. I've just accepted it. You haven't accepted it yet. What? They fucking call me the mother of the apocalypse. Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. I've accepted that we're only going to wake up a certain number. Oh, we're no, not I know that. Wa- no, no, I'm no, all you aware of that. It. No, I you know don't that. Sure it. I do. That's why you keep telling me to shut up. Oh, you can't do that. Why? Doesn't matter. It's not our plan. It's not our choice. It's his. I he already you. picked it. Dude, we're fucked. We're just marching around in his little ant farm. That's it. I, I'm. He knows exactly which tunnel he's about to crush. Well aware of that. I'm going to let him do it. And I think some tunnels are going to be crushed pretty soon. I, I think there's a couple big ones coming. I, I think so, too. That's a very scary thing. Hmm. It's okay, though. That might pull us back from the precipices a little bit. Maybe. Precipices. Anyway. Precipices. Um, fucking say it. 
I just Precipices. since since it is Friday the thirteenth, right? I wanted to start out with a little idiocracy. It's just watching the movie. I mean, literally, it's what is exactly going no, no, on tonight. No. Okay. Trash everywhere. You and I know what the history of Friday the thirteenth is. And and the next clip we'll get into it. These fucktards obviously have no idea what the history of Friday the 13th is. So oh, they, so this should be interesting they, and they, funny? They, yeah, exactly. They think it's a Hallmark holiday. Uh, kind of. Okay, good. Yes, yes, good. yes. Good. I so, like that. So let's, let's like start that. off. Yes, let's start off with these idiots. Um, uh, and Tampa Bay 10, talking about what Florida. Friday the 13th is. Florida. Why Florida? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It has to be Florida, doesn't it? You know, there's so smart down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Scary, scary smart down for it. Guess what? You know what? It is Friday the 13th. Unlucky or just a coincidence? Well, Friday the 13th has always made some folks feel uneasy. Isn't there, there's a horror movie, Friday the 13th, right? Yeah, well, a whole series. I don't watch them, but is there a whole series, Friday the 13th? We'll, we'll check it out during commercial. All right, right, well, here are some of the reasons that may make you agree here. We can trace that unlucky 13 back to biblical times when it is said that there were 13 guests at the Last Supper. The next day, Jesus was crucified on a Friday. And there have been more tragedies that happen on that cursed day. Back in 1940, the Buckingham Palace was bombed. In 1996, Tupac was gunned down on Friday the 13th. And on January 13th, 2012, a Friday... The Costa Concordia cruise ship ran aground off the coast of Italy, killing 32 people. And finally, Friday the 13th in March of 2020 could be considered the first official day of the pandemic in the U.S. That's when the president of the United States declared a national emergency. Well, it's also... um (laughs) It's also the drawing for the Mega Millions tonight, which is more than a billion dollars. So it could be lucky. (laughs) Lucky 13, right? We could change things. You got that silver lining, don't you? Lucky 13. Yeah, knock on on all the woods you can find. Nobody's going to win that either. Okay, so Friday the 13th has nothing to do with there being 13 people at the Last Supper. Yeah. There were actually 14 people at the Last Supper. Correct. Um, and then Jesus getting crucified the next day that has nothing to do with Friday the 13th. Okay. Really doesn't. It's they're 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 about 300 years. More than that. Depends on how much history. It, well, it depends on how many years disappeared. <laughs> exactly. Correct. After our last, yes. after our last after true spirit. Yes, exactly. How many years disappeared? So, but- uh, 1300 or 300. It depends. So, um, anywho, go, go ahead and play the, the next one. Uh, yeah, O Town Girl, uh, Knights Templar. That's that's what we're we're getting into because that's thirteen ninety one. This was th- Friday the thirteenth. This was the, the- October thirteenth, thirteen ninety one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Cisco kid. They totally just make crap crap up. Like, yeah, that's it. They, they do the best. Yeah, they do their best, and they suck at it, but they do their best. Mm-hmm. You've probably always wondered why Friday the thirteenth is by many considered a bad luck day. Well, everybody says this, not many people know the reason. So today we'll try to explain this to you, but in order to do this, we'll have to take you back with us on a journey in time. The Order of the Templars was established after the First Crusade as protection for pilgrims visiting the Holy Land. By today's words, there were nothing more than medieval special forces, 
extremely effective in combat, feared by the opposing armies, fanatical to the last man, and revered and respected by the whole of medieval society in Europe. The most immediate result was that the Templars were praised for their valor, they were praised for their humility, and praised for their devotion to the Catholic Church. The popes, the kings, quickly started giving the poor knights of Christ money, so the order grew very quickly. Each and every knight owned his sword, his chainmail, and maybe his everyday utensils, so they were poor indeed, but the organization itself quickly started gaining influence and started to grow. And now, it's mid-13th century, as the crusading era is at a decline, the order of the Templars slowly but gradually moves to Europe, mainly to France, where they established their main headquarters. What's important, apart from being warrior monks known for their valor in combat, they're also bankers, and they're very effective bankers. In France and in the whole of European territory, they build a network of roads, keeps, castles, and banks where they keep and multiply their assets. For example, they are the creators of the Czech, something that revolutionized the medieval world of finance. One could deposit his money in one castle owned by the Templars in one part of Europe, travel all the way across the whole continent and withdraw the money someplace else by presenting the right document, something which was a complete revolution in the banking world in those times. What's more, while multi multiplying their, their money and their possessions, they quickly start operating independently of the king and independently of the Catholic Church, becoming sort of a state within a state. What's more, they are known to be one of the most secretive medieval societies ever rousing, slowly but gradually rousing suspicion among the monarchs. It's the beginning of the 14th century. The king of France, Philip the Fair, rules with an iron hand. He sees this organization as something beyond his control, uh, a direct threat to his power. What's more, he naturally needs money for the many wars he is, he is waging, and the rich order of the Templars appears to be the perfect solution to his troubles. He decides to act quickly. On Friday, the 13th of October, the year of our Lord, 1307, the king's men arrest the Grand Master of the Order of the Templars, Jacques de Molay, and his closest cooperatives. The king accuses the Order of heresy, of renouncing Christ and spitting on the cross during a clandestine initiation rite. He accuses them of sodomy, uh, which are homosexual practices outlawed in the Middle Ages, and of Satanism, namely worshipping a demon called Baphomet. On that fateful day, the Templars are thrust into the dungeon and the infamous trial of the Order of the Templars begins. The trial lasts for seven long years, during which the knights are kept in dark, worm-filled and rat-infested cells and subject to the most barbarous medieval tortures. After this, not being able to withstand the atrocious conditions, the monks finally confess, although it must be remembered that these confessions were forced by torture. Later, they stand before the papal commission and simply revoke everything they had said before. Showing inhumanely mutilated bodies, they demand a fair trial with proper attorneys. What's important, many volunteers turn up willing to defend the good name of the order. However, the trial itself resembles a farce that is conducted in the atmosphere of terror, blackmail and bribery, which results in many of these attorneys resigning because they simply fear for their own lives. One thing worth mentioning, however, is that no matter how bad the accusations are, one thing the order is never accused of 
is fraud and dishonest financial operations. The year 1314 is the date when the trial officially comes to an end. All the accusations are sustained and soon after the Grand Master of the Order, Jacques de Molay, is dragged to the scaffold where he's burnt at the stake for heresy. What happens then remains a mystery to historians until this day. While dying in flames, Jacques de Molay calls upon King Philip and the Pope Clement V, demanding a trial in front of God. He says, not a year will pass before you both will join me in death. Once more, both of them die within a year. This is known as the curse of Jacques de Molay. All the people witnessing these events knew that the accusations were false, that the trial was a farce, and that many innocent people were sentenced to die. So from then on, it became common knowledge that this fateful day, Friday the 13th, when the infamous trial began, must bring nothing but bad luck. So this is our story. We'd like to thank all our reenactor friends who recreate the Order of the Templars today for helping us create this episode. If you like what we do... 1307, my bad, it wasn't 1301, it's 1307. So, Friday the 13th, 1307, mm -hmm. the trial begins, in which case leads to Jack Demolay's death, which he turns around and he curses both the King of France and the Pope at the same time, in which they both die within a year. I, I don't know. Sounds like something you weren't supposed to stop there, Pope. So, and and that that curse of Friday the Thirteenth has has lasted over time. So, lots of bad shit has happened on Friday the Thirteenth. So, so here's a little a little recap. Easy does it. He does suck at reading the tele teleprompter, probably because he has a lazy eye, but also because or he's cross-eyed one of the two. He's, uh, he's, he's like... actually he's actually a reenactor. Like he's been doing historical reenactments for years, and they they wanted to try and get like actual history out. So, like, I wonder. <laughs> so... oh, shit, I'm straight again. So, Sorry uh, about that. Got a little crazy there. Um. So, uh, anyway, you know, people that are that are physical reenactors aren't necessarily always that great in front of the camera but anyhow, you can tell it's but it, you know it's a good effort on his part and it is good history so he wears a good helmet it's okay <laughs> when he's fighting you know what it, it's, it's a good effort it's a good effort on his part okay it's <laughs> just funny it's okay. makes me laugh. anyway here's some stuff that's actually happened on friday the 13th in history well that actually happened on friday the 13th so i'm not really sure why we're <laughs> Arguing that, that too, yes. Okay, so here's yes. some more things that also happened on Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. Is what she was trying exactly. to say. Exactly. She just said it since wrong. That's since all. since the original curse of Friday the Thirteenth. These are more bad. These things are things that have happened, that have happened on since Friday then. 13th. Yes. Just for your edification. Mm -hmm. The delayed action bomb has fallen outside Buckingham Palace, the home of our beloved sovereign and his consort in damage. Welcome to Watch Mojo. Wait a minute. I thought you said these were bad things. <laughs> <laughs> These are almost good things. <laughs> Had they hit Buckingham Palace where the queen well, was, we might be in a whole story. different world okay. right now. Anyway. Just saying. Yeah. And today we're looking at the 13 most insane things to happen on Friday the 13th. This 2006 snowstorm was a once-in-a-lifetime event where every Western New Yorker remembers how it affected them. For this list, we're ranking the wildest saddest or scariest occurrences to ever coincidentally take place on a Friday the 13th. Did any of these surprise you? Are you superstitious? Let us know in the comments. The Friday the 13th Virus 
We may think of computer viruses primarily as a modern-day problem, but it turns out they've been causing chaos for decades now. Some do it because they think it's clever to disrupt other people's computers. When a disk is put into a computer, the virus infects it and then passes on to the next disk, which is inserted. The Jerusalem virus was first documented at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem and initially went off on Friday the 13th, 1988. Then, on yet another Friday the 13th in January of the following year, people within the UK complained of computer problems on their IBM devices. This was due to systems that had been infected being scheduled to erase files on this date. Instead of infecting these files, it is displaying this message and deleting them. So every file you're attempting to run is deleted. Many also complained of massive slowdowns thanks to storage consumption. It was speculated that the two viruses were linked, though conflicting information exists about this. Viruses are a nuisance and can be damaging. But with special antivirus discs, they can be largely kept under control. The Great Flood of 1951 Friday the 13th, 1951 wasn't the first day of the Great Flood of 51, but it was arguably the moment at which the disaster reached its breaking point. Natural disaster that changed the landscape of the metro forever. Up to 16 inches of rain fell between the 9th and 13th of that month. This was on top of the already insane amount of flooding that had previously put the city of Hayes, Kansas, almost completely underwater. Flooding is something that's an ongoing process. They're still working on strengthening the levees. Since 51, the Army Corps of Engineers has built dams and reservoirs, and just last year began a half-billion-dollar project to strengthen the levees around KCK. 17 people lost their lives, and the total cost of damages in Kansas and Missouri amounted to over $935 million. Then President Harry Truman once labeled it, quote, one of the worst disasters this country has ever suffered from water. I said, I don't know anything about floods, but uh, here's what we saw flying up to Topeka. And if I had anything around the lowlands in Kansas City, I'd be getting out. The death of Tupac Shakur. Hip-hop icon Tupac Shakur spent nearly a week in the hospital after suffering what would end up being fatal wounds on the night of September 7, 1996. Shook night, Tupac Shakur got stopped at a uh, traffic signal at the intersection of Flamingo Boulevard and Koval. Tupac Shakur had a bulletproof vest, but he left it back in his hotel room. He's going to a club, so he just made the decision. The rapper was shot while waiting at a red light alongside Death Row Records head Marion Shook Knight. Shakur was sedated upon his arrival at the University Medical Center of Southern Nevada, but his physical condition quickly worsened even though he was placed into a medically induced coma. He wanted us to make sure that we took care of Tupac right. before him. And then with three Metro police officers inside their ambulance and a police escort, not typical protocol, a ride to University Medical Center. Attempts to save his life, including the removal of a damaged lung, were ultimately unsuccessful. Tupac Shakur died on Friday, September 13th of that year. We look at death from a selfish side, like, you know, that guy died. Oh, it's so sad. Why is it sad? He's away from all of this bad stuff that's here on Earth. He's, I mean, at the worst, he's just somewhere quiet, no nothing. At best, he's an angel or he's at the next existence or he's a spirit somewhere. Costa Concordia cruise ship crash. This Friday the 13th disaster gave a new meaning to the old maritime idea of a captain going down with a ship, but not in a good way. It was supposed to be a dream cruise, sailing around the Mediterranean Sea for a week in mid-January. Captain Francesco Schettino was handed a 16-year jail sentence on manslaughter charges 
after his actions aboard his cruise ship, the Costa Concordia, caused it to capsize in 2012. Three hours into a 10-day cruise, decided to attempt a risky maneuver, taking the ship off course to give a sail-by salute. 32 people, passengers and crew members combined, passed away as a result of the accident. Captain Schettino left the ship for safety, leaving over 300 passengers that were still on board on that terrifying Friday the 13th alone. On his final day in court, the captain pleaded for leniency, saying he's been made the scapegoat for what was a terrible tragedy, but an accident nonetheless. Two feet of October snow. Dubbed Lake Storm Aphid by Buffalo, New York's National Weather Service office, this highly unusual snow system hit on, you guessed it, Friday the 13th. Western New York had no idea what it was in store for, but a powerful freak early October snowstorm was building on Lake Erie. The 2006 storm actually started a day earlier, but wrapped up on the 13th. By that time, about two feet of snow had fallen across the region. The snow started and didn't let up. Cracking, the falling, the, and you could see the, the snow kind of billowing up from the ground. And yeah, I was afraid to come out. Now, this area of the East Coast is used to powerful lake effect snowfall. However, Lake Storm Aphid took place in October, much earlier than usual. 13 people ultimately passed away, and many more were left without heat and electricity. With a state of emergency, schools and businesses closed, most people lived by candlelight in homes without sump pumps or heat. The Bola Cyclone. On Friday, November 13, 1970, the Bola Cyclone finally dissipated in present-day Bangladesh and India. This proved to be of little comfort, however, because the cyclone, which had formed almost a week earlier, resulted in up to 500,000 fatalities. It rapidly intensifies and makes landfall in the early hours of the morning on November 13th. Winds in excess of 140 miles per hour just ravaged the coastline of East Pakistan. The storm was one of the worst history had ever seen, causing nearly $87 million worth of damages. Bola was also the deadliest tropical cyclone on record, completely devastating dozens of communities. It wasn't until the 13th that it finally calmed down after peaking at sustained wind gusts of 115 miles per hour in the days prior, leaving people to rebuild in the face of tragedy. But life is also stronger than the waters, and those who have survived emerge again, not joyfully, but with the pain and anguish of a new birth. Struck by lightning, just how coincidentally unlucky can one get? Well, how about getting struck by lightning on Friday the 13th at 1.13 p.m., a.k.a. 13.13 in military time? Multiple news outlets reported an unnamed boy as being struck by lightning at this exact time and date while attending an air show in Suffolk, UK. First responders at the scene took him to a local hospital for a minor burn, while two other attendees also received care following the incident. The entire incident was terrifying, but thankfully, everyone involved was said to be okay. But if you're stuck outside, avoid isolated trees, poles, and open fields, and run as fast as you can towards safety. Black Friday Fires there have been a number of deadly bushfire blazes in Australia over the years, including this one from January 13, 1939. A growing number of fires are burning throughout the Australian bush. Bushfires are unfortunately commonplace in Australia, thanks to the deadly mix of high temperatures, low humidity, and fire-prone eucalyptus trees. 1939 was, by all accounts, a particularly hot and troublesome year for bushfires in the state of Victoria. We had a week of very, very hot temperatures, probably about 114 degrees. 
winds of about 100, 100 uh, miles per hour in certain places and relative humidity as low as 8%. However, this event, nicknamed the Black Friday bushfires, was particularly troublesome, as it reportedly impacted over three-quarters of the area's population in one way or another. More than 70 people sadly died as a result. Travelers on the highways were trapped and perished. Whole townships were obliterated in a few minutes. Buckingham Palace Explosion It seems morbid to think that the bombing of Buckingham Palace could be broadcast in cinemas to the UK populace. The Queen is reported to have said, I am glad we have been bombed. Now we can look the East End in the eye. However, the year was 1940, and people were struggling amid the global conflict. The palace was actually the target of multiple attacks throughout World War II, but this one from Friday, September 13, 1940, proved to be among the most terrifying and damaging. During the Blitz, Buckingham Palace was bombed whilst the king and queen were at home. Queen Elizabeth and King George VI were reportedly within the palace's walls when multiple explosives hit the structure, notably wrecking the chapel. The royals survived, but a few staff members were injured. Through that bombing of Buckingham Palace, he can make this claim to having suffered and to understand what people are going through. Sam Patch's death. Sam Patch was the first American daredevil to receive public renown and fame, becoming known after surviving a dive into the Niagara River in 1829. He was called the Jersey Jumper. It is fair to say he was America's first daredevil. However, a different jump on Friday, November 13, 1829 proved fatal, as he attempted to land in New York's Genesee River. He had actually done the exact same stunt a week earlier and was successful. None grabbed the public's attention like Sam Patch, who rose to prominence by jumping off high platforms and waterfalls for the amusement of crowds. This time, however, he increased the difficulty level, deciding to dive from higher up. Sadly, his descent did not go as planned, and the atmospheric shift in temperature during the jump reportedly caused his death. Patch's body was recovered the next year. This time, he never resurfaced. It wasn't until early spring when a farmer discovered his frozen body at the mouth of the river at Lake Ontario. The stock market crash. Is Friday the 13th the best or worst day for a stock market crash to occur? Trying to get your dirty lawn. You don't know what's going on here. I know. I know. We're not sure, but this one has been labeled the Friday the 13th mini-crash. As its name suggests, it took place on Friday, October 13th, 1989. People began to look more and more somber. Some pinpoint the dissolution of a buyout deal for United Airlines' parent company, UAL Corporation, becoming public knowledge as the cause. Regardless of what exactly led to the crash, though, its impacts were significant. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, for instance, was down over 190 points by the day's end. Additionally, the NASDAQ Composite, the S&P 500 Index, and the Dow Jones Transportation Average also fell like financial dominoes. Any number of reasons, this market, if it was ready to sell off, it's had a lot of opportunity and reason to do it. The Andes Flight Disaster 16 people made it out of the Andes Flight Disaster of 1972 alive, but not without cost. But the plane soon ran into bad weather and was forced to land in Argentina. That's because the airline tragedy became as well known for the behavior of its survivors as it was for their miraculous rescue. The Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571 crashed on Friday, October 13th, killing 12 of the 45 people on board. I just remember the sound of the impact and the intense force of the impact. Conditions were extremely difficult, and many more soon died as a result. 
The others were forced into cannibalism in order to survive. Over two months after the accident, after some survivors undertook an expedition to find help, the group was saved. We start hearing the beautiful uh, noise of the helicopters coming. And then they appear the, those two beautiful birds, uh, as I used to say, birds of freedom. Oddly enough, this was just one of two different Friday the 13th aviation disasters that year, with the other being a plane crash near Moscow. Before we continue, be sure to subscribe to our channel and ring the bell to get notified about our latest videos. You have the option to be notified for occasional videos or all of them. If you're on your phone, make sure you go into your settings and switch on notifications. The Arrest of the Knights Templar It's been said that the idea of Friday the 13th being unlucky dates back to the arrest of the infamous Knights Templar Order's members back in 1307. It's an incredible story, a 200-year history from nine knights to thousands, from the heights of power to the absolute depths of uh, tragedy. This myth, however, is believed to be wholly inaccurate. But King Philip IV of France did indeed have many of the French Templar Knights jailed and tormented starting on Friday, October 13th of that year, a move with far-reaching consequences. The accusations have been leveled and the Templars are extremely lured, and I've always attracted, for that reason, a great deal of attention. Accusations of ritualistic and occult practices soon arose from rumor and attached themselves permanently to the order. Meanwhile, official charges of corruption and fraud resulted in some of its members being killed, though the organization itself survived until 1312. The Knights Templar rose to immense heights, but in 1312, some feared they'd become too powerful. Did you enjoy this video? Check out these. There you go. Friday the 13th is extremely unlucky. Mm -hmm. And interesting that most of them were natural disasters lightning strikes and floods and As things like that fires somebody jumping to their death i mean that's not very natural i mean i said most of them <laughs> i didn't say all of them most of them I, speaking of daredevils though just, you all hear that uh evil knievel died yeah evil knievel is dead yeah he was like what 80 something yeah 82 or something, something like that yeah anyway it's he a died. shame he died it's a shame so's lisa marie presley mm -hmm. she's dead Yep. yep. She was a lot younger, though. JFK, the video, Zapruder film. Mm -hmm. We've got it right yep. here. What you've all been you waiting all. for. This is what you've all been waiting for. Yep. We'll watch here it a it couple is. times. All right. We're mm -hmm. going to watch this a bunch yeah. so you can see it. And I'll do my best. Is this the one with the words? Is this I have no idea. The one where they explain it's the one you sent it to me. Okay. I think so. So if they explain this, I'm just going to let them talk. But if they don't, I will show you. I will learn to do clearly said that the assassin was the driver in the car in which he was riding in Dallas on that day, and it was plainly visible in a film with help from the public. Now, you brought that film with you. Let's take a look at that if we can. Uh, here's the film. Go ahead and narrate this for us. Well, it took me 16 years to find this film uh, because it has really been withheld, and what you're seeing here is the motorcade on Elm Street passing in front of the book depository building. Kennedy has been shot in the throat, and Jacqueline is pulling him toward her, trying to comfort him, and she's in shock. At this time, you see the driver turn around with a pistol in his left hand, firing over his right shoulder, and shoots the president directly in the head. He's really beat up and down. The weapon, watch the driver, his name is William Breer. He was, in fact, a Secret Service agent. Let me show you that again. Real quick, because just in case you missed it, I want to make sure you all see it. Turn around with a pistol in his left hand, firing over his right shoulder, and shoots the president. Could you see it? 
I mean, I see it clear as day. Yeah. I don't know. It's right there. The gun is right there in his hand. Yeah. It is right there. You can't miss it. And Jacqueline Kennedy is heard three times on the day that JFK is shot. And she said it was the driver who did it. Yep. We have never, you have never seen this film. This is a Pruder film that has never, ever, ever been released. You're right. This Seth is Frank Green and, and y'all, it was, it was that uh, evil Knievel's son. I'm sorry. It was Robbie Knievel that died. Oh, okay. My bad. This is, uh, this has never been released. Never been, re never been released. Right shoulder and shoots the president directly in the head. The weapon, watch the driver, his name is William Greer. He was, in fact, a Secret Service agent. The weapon is a an electrically operated, gas-powered assassination pistol built, built especially for the Central Intelligence Agency. You don't see any puff of smoke from that's correct. Because what you think is a pistol down the right hand part or any corner. That's correct. It is a, well, it's, a, it's an air operated pistol. It's pneumatic. And it actually fires an exploding pellet, which injected shellfish toxin into the president's brain so that if the actual explosion of the pellet itself did not kill him, the toxin would. Now, did you read all of this yes. in, in the documents? Yes, and that's why uh, his brain was switched for another brain in transit between Parkland. The hospital in Dallas and Bethesda Naval Hospital in Washington D.C. You you take from that what you want, but you can clearly see the driver turn around in this video, and at the time in which the driver turns around, you can clearly see him brandish some sort of firearm. Now, yep. whether it's an electric pistol or not, who the fuck knows? Mm -hmm. It's immaterial. But you can clearly see his hand pointed at JFK's head when his head explodes. Yeah. And I'm sorry. There's no fucking way that that was from a, a, a tower. Just, just watch. You can see his hand come up right here. There's his hand coming up right see, there. He turns. Boom. And then yep. you see the head. Boom. You see his whole body turn. And that's when you see the other two collapse in the middle. Yep. That's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. And that's why she was jumping out of the vehicle. Makes sense. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that I know for a fact that this is true. The video doesn't lie though. This is why they held the Zubruta film. This is why you weren't allowed to see the Zubruta film. Because the government's been fucking you. You see how there's no stitch marks in this video? There's no stitch marks in this video. It is straight through. It make it does make sense why she was jumping out of the back of the video. Yep. Jay, if you've if you've seen if you have a better video, if it's you know clearer, send it to us. Yeah, please. We'd love to see it. I, I just found this. It's the newest release that I found of the Zuprita film, and there's no stitch marks. Everything stays the same. I liked it. I was like, this looks like the realest thing I've Pequest ever seen. Wants to know where the throat shot came from. Throat shot came from the shooter on the hill. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking because it, it's really hard to do it when somebody's driving away from you. Because elevation is becoming a factor as you're shooting. However, if they're driving straight on at you and you're shooting from an elevated position anyway, there's no math involved. It's a straight shot.
you're you're plucking him right in the throat. They didn't kill him in that first shot. That's why the driver turned around and popped him in the head. That's that's the key. They didn't kill him in that first shot. You can still see him moving around. He's got his hands up around his neck. He's grabbing his neck. The international sign for choking, as everybody has come known to see it. The international sign of choking's given up. He's got his hands up there. The driver realizes he's not dead. The driver turns around, puts a gun over his shoulder, levels it with his head, and pulls the trigger. Yep. And now he's dead. Driver drops the, the gun, and boom, they're off to Parkland Hospital. He's dead. Everybody else is taken away because you hear about the governor, Governor Connolly. He gets taken away to another hospital. Why was he taken away to another hospital? Why didn't you just stay in Parkland with JFK? Just throwing it out there. It's crazy to think about. But think about this. You see his hand come up. Mm -hmm. Why would your hand, why would this hand come up? Unless you're going to shoot him. Yeah. And you're a left-handed shooter. I mean, if I was a right-handed shooter, I would have just just done this. Driving, or if you were just turning, if, like, just if you said, were just turning around to check on him or something, you'd keep your primary hand on there. Sat there and done this right here because yep. I'm a right-handed shooter. But if I was a left-handed shooter, this would make sense. So if I was driving and I'm a left-handed shooter, I'm pro pro predominantly left-handed. I'm going to sit there just like that. All I got to do is level that barrel with his head and I'm going to hit him. It's less than a foot away. Trust me, I'm going to hit him. I ain't missing. I don't know. I'd have to find out if that agent was. If he was left-handed, I'd be like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. My conspiracy theory is right. Mm. I bet Corey would know. I, I bet he would. Yep. We should get him back on, see if he knows. Because he's got to be losing his shit. Mighty Patriot, um, I'll put it in the Substack tonight, and I'm going to stay up very late tonight and get the Substacks out for the week. So, because she's behind, on the I Substacks. am behind. I was going to do them yesterday, and I took a nap instead. Well, then that was kind of your fault. So, how was it my fault? You wore me out when I took a nap. <laughs> that's that's not my fault. That is not my fault. Totally. Uh, no, uh, the guy that jumped on the back was Bill Cooper. He's the guy, he was Jackie's, uh, secret service agent. He's the guy that jumped on the trunk. So mm. just so you're aware, it wasn't JFK's, JFK's primary lead agent didn't jump on the trunk at all. Matter of fact, he was still back on the car behind him. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So anyway, getting on to the. The more recent news. Oh, we have Congressman from Texas, Ronnie Jackson. He joins me now. Congressman, so great to have you here tonight. Welcome. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate you having me. So what do you make of this new batch of classified documents now found in a second location? And do you believe that even more documents will be discovered in the coming days? Oh, I absolutely do. I don't know what's going on here. A couple of things might be happening. One, I think that there were people that knew all along that these documents existed. And I think whenever the, the Trump Mar Largo fiasco happened, I think a lot of people since that time 
have been deciding that they need to cover their butt, essentially. And I think that they've, they've decided that they've got to be the ones to turn this over, get it out there and try to, cause they know, I think ultimately that this was going to come out anyways. So that either that's happening, cause I honestly don't think that this is good for the Biden administration. I don't think the Biden administration wanted all this to be exposed. I think someone's doing it, you know, even though it's his lawyers doing it, I think it's his lawyers trying to cover their butt right now or the other thing that could be happening here, Jen, is that I, I've been saying for a long time that the Democrats are going to have to figure out a way to get rid of Joe Biden. They don't want this man to run for president again. He's a recipe for disaster in the next presidential election. So I think, you know, uh, a lot of people thought it would be his cognitive issue. I, you know, I, I thought so as well. But I thought, well, maybe they won't go down there because that's admitting defeat that they put this cognitively incompetent man in a position like the president of the United States. I said all along, I thought maybe they would let the Hunter Biden thing blow up a little bit. But maybe this is what they're doing. Maybe this is the first shot that they're going to fire to try to get him in a position where he ultimately has to resign or at least has to decide that he's not going to run again. Something's going on here. Uh, a lot of stuff's been exposed. Like you said, the Penn Biden Center is nothing more than just an, uh, an area where it looks like they just launder foreign money and hook up their, you know, their, their, their closest allies and their confidants and pay them large salaries. So, But somebody knew those documents there. They were supposedly locked in a closet. So someone knew there was something special about them. And Biden's ultimately responsible for it. And like you said, this is people have said this is absolutely to oranges with Biden and Trump. And I agree, it's much worse with Biden because he was the vice president, not the president. He didn't have the ability to declassify these documents and he didn't have the authority to keep these documents for a period of time after he left office to go through them before he before they went to the archives, which President Trump did. So it's a big difference and it's a big deal and we, he needs to be held accountable and we will do that in the House. Well, and that's I, what they're worried about. I know that you and your colleagues... Okay, really quick, just to key you in on some other shit mm -hmm. that I heard today from 001003. 001003 both told me today, and they both kind of confirmed each other's bit, that these documents were found. And it's really funny because John Johnson, he is a representative from Georgia, went on the news yesterday outside the outside what uh, the Senate or outside Congress. And he's standing on the steps and he was talking to a Fox news reporter. And he brought up the fact that he thought that this, that he thought that this might be planted by Republicans. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. Well, hold on. No, no. Cause this has something to do with it. I don't think it was planted by Republicans. No. I think this guy's onto something. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. this is a liberal inside deal to ensure that Joe Biden doesn't run again. A. And B, the second part of that is not just to ensure that Joe Biden doesn't run again, but ensure when you take them down, you take down Joe and Kamala at the same time. Kamala will somehow be brought into this. What do you want to bet? I'm putting money on this right now that Kamala is going to get dragged into this. This is all going to become an issue. And the both of them are going to be removed from office. How is Camel Toe going to get dragged into this when the, just, the um, just when, when the documents were I, from when he was vice president? I, I don't know. Just okay. watch, okay. just watch and wait. I gotcha. I'm just being told watch and wait. This is not done. This is, you've called it. You said there was a 25th move. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you your win on this one. I got gotcha. There is a 25th move at hand right now in the Democratic Party. They are trying to figure out how to get rid of Joe and his horrible polling numbers. But they also know that the next step is Kamala. Mm -hmm. 
But and they that's don't want not Kamala. any better. No, Venn but they also and electric know, school buses, absolutely not. They also know that the next step is Kevin McCarthy. They don't want that either. And they don't want that no, either. No, no. So they have to pick away at Joe all the way up till 2024 in hopes that he doesn't run again without 2015 him. Because you got to remember right now, if they 25th him, they got a 25th Kamala because they don't want Kamala. They don't want her. And they that have was the, the they, worst mistake. They have the they have been, 25th her. They have been biting on that one forever. Mm-hmm. They have enough evidence stacked up against her. She did nothing on the border. Yep. She's done nothing that she's been um, assigned to do. Anything that she's supposed to do. Besides the fact that she doesn't even qualify based on the fact that her parents weren't citizens and hadn't lived here for five years when she was born. So she's not technically a natural born citizen. So she doesn't qualify to be president or vice president anyway. anyway. So they've been holding on to that. They yeah. know they got shit on her, yep. but they got to get rid of Joe Yeah, and they don't want to tear Joe down. So how do you, how do you get rid of them and not tear them down? Well, you, you do this shit. You do classified document bullshit. We'll see. They, I, mm, There's they, no, see, they, they might push it too far, though, and they might end up uh, impeaching him and not like. Folks, I, I've done. I've worked with classified my whole entire military career. All right. I have worked with classified information my whole entire military career. I can tell you right now. You never, ever. You, you just don't do it. You don't leave a secured facility with classified information on you. You just don't do it. You know better. You not only know better, you know that you will be charged with a crime. You will be, you could be hung. We still hang people for treason. It's still on the books. Especially in South Carolina. Oh no, there it's a um, shooting. In Georgia. Georgia, we hung people. Okay. For treason. Anyway. I just, I, I, there's no excuses they can come up with now when there was a five-year break from when the information was taken. You stole documents. That's yeah. what he did. He broke Straight the up. law. He stole classified documents from the U.S. government. Period. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He needs to be prosecuted. Yep. There is a white and black issue here. On the black side, he stole the documents. On the white side, He's- he did return them. Fine. Doesn't but matter. you still stole them five years ago, mm-hmm. five fucking years ago. Granted, that information might not be classified now. However, it was still classified five years ago. We'll see. And you did not have declassification authority when you took them. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. You piece of shit. Jay, do you have like, <clears throat> I don't know, some kind of uh, restrictions on your account where you, you can't write cuss words? Because Lindsay can write them just fine, but... All yours come across as stars. I, I don't understand. I, I don't know. Anywho. This will be funny, though. Yeah, Kennedy's always hysterical. Let's bring in Louisiana Republican Senator John Kennedy. Senator, hello. Uh, you are joining us, sir, on a very busy news day. As we learn, a uh, special counsel has been named uh, to investigate President Biden's handling of these classified documents. Please weigh in, sir. Well, I I just find all of this surreal. It's it's almost like watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. I I suppose my first thought is that uh, all of this is yet one more example of why in Washington, D.C., 
If it were not for double standards, there wouldn't be any standards at all. Uh, I'm not surprised that the attorney general has appointed a special counsel. I'm not sure he had a choice. Um, the White House has tried, and the White House doesn't have enough hazmat suits to clean up this mess. Aside from the obvious that uh, the Justice Department is investigating President Trump for something that President Biden himself may have done, there are a lot of other intriguing questions for the Inspector General. Number one, was there a cover-up? Um, uh, the powers that be have known about all this since November 2nd. It's now the middle of January. Was there a cover-up? Who was involved? Number two, what's the role of the University of Pennsylvania uh, Biden Center in all of this? The, uh, the Penn Biden Center is not some normal Ivy League think tank. It was. We now know that it's in Washington, D.C. It was a hangout, a clubhouse for President Biden and his people before they were inaugurated. And allegedly, it is funded with tens of millions of dollars uh, from China. What, what's up with that? Um, number three, what's the role of the National Archives in all of this? The, the National Archives was scathingly critical of President Trump and his documents. Uh, they've known about all this since November 2nd or 3rd. Um, they've been missing in action with respect to President Biden and his documents. You, 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 uh, you couldn't have found them with a search party. We still haven't heard from them. What's up with that? And I guess my fourth question is, um, did any member of Congress know about this? I didn't. And if some of my colleagues knew mm -hmm. about it, I'd, I'd like to know why I didn't. You know, uh, Senator, we, we also look at the way that Joe Biden responded to what happened at Mar-a-Lago in that now infamous interview with 60 Minutes. Uh, let's play back what the president said back then. Listen here. How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. I mean, he took a flensing knife to former President Trump. And, and you know, I guess it, something like that, you're kind of re reminded of. Matthew uh, 7, verse 3, and talk about specks and logs. Well, as I've said before, life is, uh, life is full of contradictions. But where I come from, we call that hypocrisy. Um, and uh, again, uh, I'm not suggesting that what actually happened is not serious. It is. But I am equally interested in uh, if there was a cover-up. It's been almost 90 days since this happened. And if the shoe were on the other foot, as it indeed once was, uh, many of the my Democratic friends would be screaming like a banshee about this. But there's been a, a 90 days almost of stone-cold silence, and not just by my Democratic colleagues, by the National Archives, by the Penn Center, by the Justice Department, and I'd like to know what's up with that. Senator, um, Kevin McCarthy spoke, I believe it was in the 11 o'clock hour, so just a couple of hours ago, uh, on Capitol Hill. He took a microphone and he promised this. Listen. 
I think Congress has to investigate this. Here's an individual that's been in office for more than 40 years. Here's an individual that sat on 60 Minutes that was so concerned about President Trump's documents locked in behind, and now we find it just as a vice president keeping it for years out in the open in different locations. All right, so he make, made it very clear where he stands on this. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, with a congressional investigation. Meantime, we're awaiting the White House, and this press briefing is expected in about 10 minutes from now. Knowing that Queen Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, will be somewhat limited in what she can say and what she can answer there, Senator, what would be your question to her? Um, what did you know and when did you know it? And who else has been involved in this? And uh, you talk a lot about uh, transparency. Why didn't you tell the American people? Um, the White House has known about this since right before the midterms. Uh, a cynical person could draw a parallel between this and uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, which was squelched before uh, that election. Now we have important midterm elections. This comes out and they keep it quiet. Those are all fair questions. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. But uh, it's been my experience in Washington, D.C., that there are not very many coincidences. Um, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty political place. Uh, I remember Joe Lockhart told me a long, long time ago, though, at the White House, never, never underestimate our ability to screw up. So I mean, maybe it's not a coincidence. Maybe it's just a screw up. Who knows? You talked a second ago about double standards. And if there weren't double standards, there'd be no standards. And, yeah. and we, you know, we look at what the coverage of the Trump document uh, issue was. And, and Brett Baer pointed this out, that the New York Times did an elaborate three-dimensional reconstruction of the bowels of Mar-a-Lago that allowed you to virtually walk through and see where the documents were housed and where the tunnels were and where the doors were and where partygoers might be in proximity to a door that led to a tunnel that led to the back room where the documents were being housed. And maybe if you had been able to get away and get past security, you could have gone up to the president's private office where other documents were housed. I mean, if you take a look at that political advertisement with the president and he's got his Corvette out there in the driveway of his home and and the garage door is wide open and you see a stack of, of boxes that seem to have documents in them. And we don't know if those were the actual documents, but you can make a case that, hey, how long was the film crew there with the door open? And did they have potential access to the documents that were housed inside that garage? I mean, it's just the difference in coverage between Mar-a-Lago and this is stunning. Well, this may seem like a strange analogy, John, but uh, I, I think this is not going away. And the coverage of this, in some respects, is going to be like the coverage of the border crisis. Um, your station started talking about the border crisis early and first. And it was ignored by many members of the media for the longest time. But they can't ignore it anymore, and they're not ignoring it. Uh, I think this this situation is similar. I think you will have some uh, some left of center news organizations who will try to 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 uh, to to not report on this. But uh, uh, the United States of America is a pretty big rug. It's too big to sweep this under that rug. I, I think the American people are going to want to know what happened. Well, to be clear, it was broken by uh, uh, other news outlets um, initially. 
CBS, the last uh, document um, reporting was done last night by NBC. Um, so they're in there, and we, we noticed it in the White House press briefing yesterday, right, John? Uh, the reporters were staying on this and pressing. And in fact, one reporter in the room asked Karine Jean-Pierre, are there, are there more documents? Only to find out last night that there were. Yeah. Hmm? So it's, well, it's a very one of the questions that, that they're going to look at. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a multi-layered onion, <laughs> I, I think. And we're slowly starting to peel it back. Uh, Senator, thanks. Is there any more documents out there, Kareem? Are there any more documents? I don't. I, I no, I, no, there's I, not. I, we'll have to ask the lawyer. We've already we've already we've investigated. It was done. We have yep. not found any more yep. documents. And, oh, oh, wait, except for this six one. hours later. Click. Nope. There's some more. There's some more documents there, we found. There, we found another one somewhere floating around <laughs> out on the street. <laughs> Must have flown out the back of the vet. Look. Sorry, all right. y'all. I, I get it. He had the same security. I said that last night. I know that. He had the same security Donald Trump did. Get it. The difference was that Donald Trump understood that what he took, he could declassify, and he knew it was still sensitive. Mm -hmm. He locked it away in a room that nobody had access to in Mar-a-Lago. Where in contrast, Joe Biden put it in a fucking garage. Stole Classified documents with no declassification authority whatsoever. Mm -hmm. He stole them. It's illegal for him to possess them. Okay. He is not, he's neither a classifying authority nor a declassifying authority. It is illegal for him to possess them outside of SCIF. That being said, he still maintains a TS, SCI, and I guarantee a Yankee white clearance because he's president. He still maintains those clearances. Where if that had happened to me, if I had done that, if I had done that, mm -hmm. and let, let's just say I'd be in jail. Mm -hmm. I would be in the deepest bowels of a facility that I spoke about normally when I talked about intelligence and intelligence things. You'd be underneath a mountain somewhere. No. I'd be in the Supermax facility in Florence, Colorado. Isn't that underneath a mountain? No, but it is underground. It's 23 floors underground and you get one hour of daylight a day. Mm, that sounds like fun. I'd die. That is a supermax facility. That is a federal supermax facility. So this motherfucker here in what Joe Biden just did, he should be with Robert Hansen and the rest of his merry band of losers that are doing life sentences, you know, 37 consecutive life sentences is what Robert Hansen was, was sentenced to. Why didn't we just kill him? He was sentenced to 37 consecutive life sentences. Didn't they just have him on Fox News the other day? How do you As do like that? a political commentator. I swear to God they did. No, you're thinking of the other Hanson. Okay. The one that did the, how about you come in and take a seat? Would you like some cookies and some lemonade? When they were doing it to catch a predator? Mm, okay. Robert Hanson was the FBI agent. They should not have the same name. That's right. In the movie. <laughs> breach. Yes, I know. I know who you're talking about, but they who still did, shouldn't have the same name because it's he, very he, confusing. They still don't know how much damage he did to us. I, 
They still don't know. I mean, what we're going through now could be a result of what he did. What then. he started. Yeah. Yes. This very Although I think well, it started before that. But I, I think it started well, well yeah. before that. But, but he probably, he he is probably in paid Florence, a for, How do I know that he's at the Florence Supermax facility? How do I know that? I got to interview Every uh, year they do a thing in the military where intelligence guys, counterintelligence guys, um, get to we get to compete for different jobs. One of the jobs I got to compete for was my uh, understudy at first. I went to um, the FBI Academy for their intelligence part. Then I got to go to the farm for their counterintelligence part, which was actually pretty outstanding. Um, So I got a lot, I, I got to intermingle a lot with them. One of the things I got to do was I was flown out to Florence, Colorado to the Supermax facility. It's a U.S. federal penitentiary. It is 23 floors underground. Um, all I got briefed on his habits and what he did and what he said everywhere he went. Um, they have cameras in every cell, cameras. In, I mean, there's more cameras in this place than I've ever fucking seen anywhere else. And if he talked to himself, you could hear it. They had microphones that could pick up like ping, pinpricks They're in the room. Hoping he'd like disclose stuff in his sleep. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. They were hoping he would talk about mm-hmm. to himself or to the mirror or in his sleep. They were hoping because he did an untold amount of damage. So every year on February 14th, they bring him out of his cell because that was the day he was arrested. It is the lowest day in his life. All the psychologists, this guy was a huge, huge Christian, big time Christian, fucking weird ass, like pedophile in the bedroom, but big time Christian. Like he believed in God. He believed in all of that. And the worst day of his life was the day he was arrested. And so they pull him out once a year to talk to him. And the one year that they pull him out to talk to him, they pull him out on the 14th of February. I just happened to be there on 14th of February. I got to question. Dude, that mother's fucking, that motherfucker is a stone-faced. Like, if I were to identify him as a psychopath, I'd be like looking at a mirror because that dude is, wow. I asked him questions about the case. And then I asked him some questions that I wanted to know. Like, dude, you were in the FBI for 28 years. 28 years. It's a fucking long-ass career. Why risk it on selling secrets to the Russians? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. You had the ability to go on, retire, raise your family, He had three grandkids that no longer talk to him. His wife doesn't talk to him. His family doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And I showed him the pictures of his grandkids because we were supposed to use them. So I showed him pictures of his grandkids and how old they are now because we have current pictures because they keep current pictures. And they show him pictures of his grandkids. And I said, you had everything. You had a family. You had two kids that loved you. You had three grandkids. You had a wife that loved you. You had everything that any man wanted. You had a beautiful home. 
He did. He had a beautiful home in Alexandria, Virginia. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous home. No gold, no like real ritzy shit, just a really nice home with a really big yard in that area means when he goes to sell that piece of property, somebody's buying that piece of property for about $5 million mm -hmm. and nothing less. Easy. Yep. Easy. It's an easy 5 million. Yep. I was like, why? I, I just asked him why he wouldn't answer. He still hasn't answered that question. He has never told anybody why, except in his initial statement. He said, what would it be if you all put the person in charge of finding a spy and it turns out to be that person? And it was the first time that the American government, it was the first time that any psychologist had ever thought that ego could be a reason for someone to commit treason. It was his ego. It was all about his ego. He couldn't get caught. He thought that he was smarter than everybody else. He thought he got moved to an office where he was looking for himself. And in honesty, he was moved into a setup where they were going to catch him doing exactly what they thought he was doing. Because they already knew. Yeah, but that's why this shit, that's what happens. Because all he did was take documents and tapes. That's it. That's all he took from the FBI. He took documents and tapes. He made photocopies. He did, uh, I think they estimated at 107 drops in 74 different locations in Washington, D.C. And I've been to most of them. And he would just take documents and stick them up and the Russians would come get them and he would never use his real name and all of his bank accounts were overseas. So there's no way that the FBI would ever show that he was not making anything more than what he had. Yet he would get weird deposits throughout the year. Weird deposits, large, large amounts of money. Like amounts of money that I would have said why isn't that popping up in like all of the Fed computers saying, wait a minute, that's over the threshold. He should be getting audited. Why isn't he getting audited? One of the things I think is interesting is that there's been another person who's had those large amounts. Hunter Biden? Of money. Not Hunter. Oh, no. Joe? Yeah. You know that. 783 markers were placed on him by foreign or local banks in America mm -hmm. that nobody ever looked into. Mm -hmm. The Secret Service has never looked into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's Joe Biden. 700, when I'm talking about a marker, I'm, I'm talking about like a, you walked a, in. A suspicious transaction from a foreign entity. Yeah, with a lot of money. Yep. Like over the $9,999 barrier, but it's not that it's anymore. 600 so. now, but yeah. Yeah, but six hundred dollars, not nine thousand. Yeah, yeah. Like so 6, yeah, he gets that in his bank account immediately. Boom. Well, He's you know, because it doesn't it doesn't matter. But if it were you or me, we'd be fucked. Absolutely. Like, let's say one of your ancestors in Germany mm -hmm. died, and let's just say they were really uber rich, which a bunch of them are. Mm -hmm. So. Let's say they left you, which they're not going to, but just in case they do. Well, I mean, most of them are probably going to die. So I could end up being the last one standing. So let's say they left you their fortune. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
and all of a sudden we got it in our bank account tomorrow. Well, I mean, the castle alone would take up the upkeep of the castle alone would take up most of it. But yes, okay. We would. It would go into a Swiss bank. But I mean, when we got it deposited in our account, we'd sit there and go, they would fucking audit us. Of course they would. Because we're just Joe Blow Americans, mm-hmm. just like the rest of you all. Mm-hmm. And we would get audited. But because Joe Biden was the president, mm-hmm. or if I was the president, mm-hmm. I'd still get audited. Why? Because I would piss. One of the first things, you know, we talk about this all the time, and I've been thinking, I've, I've given a lot of thought, and I'm closer to an answer for you all because everybody's asked me, are you going to run for president still now that Justin's gone? And I, I've given a lot of thought. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm not going to give you an answer tonight. But what I am going to tell you is this um, they, If I were elected, even if you, if you ran, if you threw your hat in the ring, no, no. If I'm elected, let's just say I'm elected because everybody's going to say that I'm a psycho. Everybody's going to say that I'm crazy. Everybody's going to fucking say that, well, he's two way, right? No, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not right at all. I'm right in the middle. I'm right where I have to be. I'm a constitutionalist. I'm going to follow the constitution to the ends of the limits. That's it. And it'll be the constitution or nothing. And if you don't like that, fuck off. One of the things that I never liked, and it's not in the Constitution, does it talk about a Department of Treasury anywhere? It does talk about a Treasury, but it does not talk about a Department of Treasury. No, our founders didn't really like government institutions. There was an idea that was passed about six years ago, and nobody took it. Okay. This is what my plan is now for world domination. The no, for our financial future of this country. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm going to get rid of the IRS. I will abolish the IRS where they stand. They're gone. Done. They Republicans no longer are currently exist. working on that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Excellent. No longer exist. We are going to go to a flat tax. Remember that the IRS that was came through in 1912, income tax was supposed to be temporary to pay for World War One. We are going to go to a countrywide flat tax, federal flat tax, and it will be lower than any one of your state taxes. It will be exactly where it needs to be. It will be enough to fund the government. And that's it. Minimal government. Minimal government. Very, very minimal. minimal. Oh, I'm going to cut fucking off. Department of Education is gone. Mm -hmm. You can go ahead and suck my fucking dick. You have done nothing for any American in this country. Any American that's gotten anything good from an educational system, it came from some teacher that was getting paid way too less. You're gone. We're going to make everything privatized. I'm going to privatize the fucking schools. Because you should not be giving your money to the federal government. You should be giving your money to somebody that you can take it back from. For instance, I give this as an example. If your kid's going to public school, tell me something. And you pay taxes in your town. Okay. Tell me something. Are you paying for public school in your town? Even though you're not sending your kid to public school, for instance, we lived in a town where in my state taxes every year, I paid for public school. Like 80% of our taxes went to, went to public schools. Public school. Mm-hmm. Even though my kids went to private school. Mm-hmm. And I was paying for private school out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. 
So tell me something. There's no reason why that's fair. There's no fucking reason whatsoever that that's fair. So what I propose is we get rid of all of that shit. The only things you get taxed for are things that you can take your taxes back from the federal government. So, for instance, if you pick up an electric car, right? I'm not going to charge you a gas tax on an electric car. Does that make sense? Do you know right now, if you buy an electric car, one of the taxes that you get taxed for on that electric car when you go to exit the dealership is a gas tax. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you get a ta- gas tax for an electric vehicle? It doesn't make a damn bit of sense. So what I propose, again, we're going to get rid of all of that shit. I'm going to do some drastic shit to the financial system. Something that my father told me a long time ago needed to be done. And the tax system in and out of itself needs to just be thrown away. We're going to start this bitch from scratch. And I'm going to ensure that if I run, if I'm elected, I would ensure that the first people that get any money back from the federal government, it will just be the American people. There, It won't go to any corporation. It won't go to any lobbyists. It's not going to go to anybody but the people. And when everybody asks me why I'm doing that, you're bankrupting the federal government, I should bankrupt the federal Excellent. government. The federal Fucking government bankrupt is it. way too fat. Mm-hmm. We got to cut this bitch off. What we actually need to do is declare federal bankruptcy. And if we don't here soon, we're really going to be up Shit's Creek without a fucking paddle. We are going down a road, folks. This barrel is starting to roll down that hill. And I got to tell you, if we don't stop this barrel, we've got a serious problem on our hands. It's because here soon can stop what's coming. It's too late for that here soon. We're not even going to be able to fucking fund or support or even we can't now. They're already saying that we're going to run out of money. We're going to run out of cash in June of this year. They just passed a $1.7 trillion spending bill, but we are going to run out of money in June. And, And the Republicans are are tying spending cuts to the debt ceiling as they should. And the Democrats are all up in arms about it. We need another one and a half trillion dollars for fucking no, what? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. There's no way. You don't Stop. need fucking four trillion dollars in a year. I, I Do you remember when we were like, all right, the budget's like coming through at like two billion dollars and we're like, whoa, billion with a B? Now it's trillion and we're like, oh, 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 it's only 2.17 trillion you want to spend, I right? I mean, it's, it's not like 2. Point, it's not like 2.18 trillion. No, it's just 2.17, yeah. right? Oh, that's nothing. That's yeah. a drop in the bucket. It's ridiculous. Right we now, are so con- right right now, like our 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 great-grandchildren will be bitching about us having put them into debt if we don't fucking just burn the whole shit down, declare bankruptcy, and just erase all the debt in the country. Honestly, that's what we need, we need to go jubilee all the way. 
I mean, so, we, we really might have to. We do. Because this is we this do. is to a point now that I, I don't think. It's coming, though. When we're going to get to that, I have, I have a, I, I bring the receipts for that one. Right, you'll see. Let's get to that one. You'll see. You'll see. Because I want to hear that one. Oh, well, I think we're going right to it. No, 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 no. It's not that one. Yeah, that's, this is still oh. more document shit. All right. Mm-hmm. More of the document. Yeah. Yay. Document crap. <coughs> Mornings with Maria. Is she on today or is uh, no, she still got to fill in too? Th- no, yeah. I, no, this is her. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings was identified at the president's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. Well, that was Attorney General Merrick Garland confirming a third batch of classified documents were found in President Biden's Delaware home. Former U.S. Attorney Robert Hur appointed as the special counsel to oversee this investigation. Joining me right now is North Carolina Congressman, House Ways and Means Committee member and GOP Doctors Caucus co-chairman, Greg Murphy. Congressman, it's wonderful to see you this morning. Thanks very much for being Good here. What's, what's your reaction to all of this? Well, it, it's it's kind of sad and hypocritical, to be very honest with you. The Democrats have always done, it's okay for thee, but not for me, or vice versa, me and not thee. But um, here it is, when, you know, when Trump's uh, items were taken out, it, good God, it was an FBI raid and you name it. And now all of a sudden, and, and uh, Biden was calling it out as disastrous. And then all of a sudden, now it's come out that he's had now one place, two people, two places, not three places. Was the garage secured? Could Hunter Biden have had access to these? Mm-hmm. And so it just goes along with the hypocrisy that we've seen, Maria, time after time after time um, about um, this Democratic administration, especially with Biden. And were, were they important? How many other presidents? Were- so real quick. Who is this Robert K. Her? Right? You guys want to know. Everybody wants to know. So Inquiring minds. Who is the guy that they went after that they assigned to Trump? The Smith fellow, right? They, they keep saying he's a Trump. Uh, um, yeah, it was Smith. Yeah, he's the appointed. Yeah, he, yeah. he was appointed by Trump. This, that, and the other thing, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, her, but they keep saying her was uh, was a Trump appointed. No. They don't say that her was a Trump. Oh, they, the, the first special the counsel. The first special counsel was, was but yeah. he, I guess, reneged on the deal or whatever. Anyway, they appointed this fellow. Okay. Let mm-hmm. me tell you about this guy. Okay. The first guy, the guy that they appointed the Trump thing, he has like some 30 years in the DOJ. Okay. Okay. And he's been around for a hot minute. He knows how Washington works. He did not want to touch this with a 10 foot pole. So her. <laughs> Hers worked in the DOJ's Criminal Investigation Division, uh, investigating counterterrorism, corporate fraud, and appellate matters, Garland said. Hers served the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Maryland uh, until he left the DOJ in late 2021. He only started working for the DOJ in 2020. So he was there for a year and he left and they're bringing him back for this? Yes. And he's fucking 30-something years old. Dude. They hired a fucking like 52 year old fucking old rot on the wood fucking lawyer who's been around the circuit for a hot minute mm-hmm. for Trump. Yet for Biden, they hired this fucking 30 year old fucking compliant. Know nothing compliant bitch yep. who's going to bend his knee to every fucking motherfucker he sees because he still doesn't know what his balls are because mm-hmm. he's still a fucking cuck. Compliant. Yeah. 
That's, anyway, keep going that's with That's her. Yep. That is who her is. Keep going with Just that. so you guys know. In case you guys were wondering. It's important, I think. Mm-hmm. What about Obama? What about, uh, you know, Clinton? Did they have the same thing? And so I think it's a good collective argument all in all. But it's just hypocritical for the Biden administration to throw it all on Trump earlier when they themselves were guilty of it also. Absolutely. And they knew they were guilty of it and they knew it before the election. So it's once again more election interference. They sat on the FBI, sat on the Biden laptop before the election. They sat on this, that there were classified documents. Uh, Joe Biden's trying to explain it away by telling us his garage was locked. I mean, what kind of nonsense is this? This is a serious story. Congressman, people... Maria looks like shit. Yeah. You see, like one whole side of her face looks like it's drooping. Yeah, Lindsay, this is worse than Watergate. This, this is, is way worse. worse than, than this Watergate. is so much worse than Watergate. They, Watergate w- was about the president of the v- the United States keeping tapes of Oval Office conversations of of his conversations of his conversations. Yes, with other people within the National Security Division. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that honestly, Watergate was. They made a, a mountain out of a molehill. They really did. Yeah. This is far worse than Watergate. Yeah. This is fucking, this makes Watergate look like a fucking babbling brook compared to what this is. And honestly, if they hadn't gone after Trump the way they had, this would be nothing because Obama did it. Fucking Hillary did it. And she was secretary of state. I mean, if shit, Hillary had a server built for exactly. her own house the president, that contained classified up to top secret information. The precedent before this was always eh, not a big deal. You know, it happens. But then the Democrats. But, but then they went after Trump, Trump. And now now they have, they have, to have suffer no choice. from their own vices. Yeah. This is a little payback. This is a little turnabout's fair play. Hey, yeah. you fucked up, bro. Anyway, Sorry. I'm, I'm done with this, dude. He's boring. And she does look like shit. She really does. Like her, like the, seriously, just. It's too bad, too. Look, I the like whole side, like for someone who just took a vacation. Yeah. She looks like shit. Like, ooh, that's kind of rough. I'm sure Tucker had something good to say about it. Yeah, that. absolutely. He always does. You know, he always brings the best parts. He brings our anger sometimes. Sometimes he gets angry. Tucker, yeah. Sometimes. Matt Whitaker is the former acting attorney general of the United States. He joins us tonight to assess. Mr. Whitaker, thank you so much for coming on. So um, explain, if you would, why the Trump case and the Biden case are really not as different as they're telling us on MSNBC. Well, they're on the one hand, they aren't different because we're dealing with classified documents and we're dealing with the statute that applies to them and their handling. But on the other hand, we're dealing with a former president who had a lot of latitude while president to declassify those documents that were in his possession. And Joe Biden, as vice president, had no power to declassify those documents that were in his possession. I think it's also interesting fact in this case, Tucker, that the UPenn documents had, were in a manila folder marked personal. And so you open it up and all these marked classified documents are in a personal folder. Uh, you know, this this um, is not good for Joe Biden. However, I think ultimately... When, when did we get that information? No shit. Marked personal, huh? Huh. And he said he had no idea, but they were in a folder marked personal. I, I gotta say, Joe, it sounds bad. It sounds really bad for you. You see how we're getting a little bit more information? Dribble. Dribble. Exactly. It's just runoff. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. 
you watch. Ultimately, uh, you know, this is going to get down to where Jim Comey was at with Hillary Clinton. And it's going to come down to a applying the standard of the statute uh, to the facts as we have them. There's nothing in the statute about locked uh, garages, certainly. And there's really nothing uh, about whether or not, uh, you know, you disclosed it as soon as you found it. I mean, Joe Biden had these for, to your point, over six years. <laughs> right. So, I mean, whether or not you think this is an organized effort from within the Democratic Party to prevent Biden from running again, I think it's really clear that it is. I'm still confused as to why we don't know the details. Why haven't they told us why they were searching six years later for these documents? Who was doing it? Like, what is this and why won't they tell us? Well, that's that is a great question, because what prompted this? Because that is they said the lawyers were cleaning out the desk. No, no, no. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. You don't pay lawyers to do that. Mm -hmm. We already talked about this. Yep. You don't do that. So why the fuck? And why that day? November 2nd. No shit, unless you thought you were going to lose a bunch of elections and you thought there was going to be a House and you were going to have to get Joe Republicans. out and you set it up and now it's come back to bite you in the ass. You had this. You had this what do you want to bet? Time. What do you want to bet? This all traces back to Kamala. Just saying. We'll see. What do you want to bet? The emails start coming out. We find out that Kamala is behind all of this. And this has been her plan from the beginning. And that's how they're going to 25th Kamala. But then they've Kevin McCarthy, which well, doesn't impeach Kamala. But it does because remember now there's the one vote rule. Oh, then that Pelosi goes. No, no, no. It's just to one vote. Yeah. She, all she has to do is call a vote and say that she'll stand on the Republican side. And uh, I mean, and all the Democrats will stand on that side too. Plus the twenty, but they put that who, would I mean, blow who would away. They, who would they put in? They'd have they have to put a Republican in. Yeah, because we have a majority, mm-hmm. which would then would become president of the United States, mm-hmm. which then would also cause. You know who they should put in? A constitutional. They crisis. should put in Santos, the one who lies about everything. That'd be oh, excellent. It would be an echo of what's going on right now. It'd be excellent. They should put in Santos. Anyway. Might ask him to be my <sighs> running mate just so he can lie about everything and I can just blame <laughs> it on you. Okay. On him. Yeah. You just say it's all him. All right. Keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. There's a lot of facts we don't know. If you remember, famously in the Mar-a-Lago case, they spread out the documents on the carpet, took a picture, sent that to the media, made sure that everyone saw the evidence. In this case, we don't know much about the contents uh, of the documents. We don't know much about why. We were told that it was because he was moving out of uh, the Penn offices and his lawyers were going through the documents. But then why go through the garage? You know, why? And really, the other thing that is very concerning about this case is Merrick Garland waited four weeks to appoint a special counsel when he knew on December 20th that he had a major problem. And they were hoping that this never saw the light of day. And that's really uh, a sad fact about this whole case is they didn't want this to the American people to even know this had happened. Yeah. And that is, I, I would say, the definition of corruption. We have a right to know. Yeah. Former acting attorney general of the United States, Matt Whitaker. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tucker. Great seeing you. It's, uh, he's Subscribe. Right. He's right. Mm-hmm. He's right. Yeah, uh, right. They uh, So they found the documents in in his office at at Penn. So in his think tank, why the fuck would Biden, why the fuck would they ever put a, the name Biden on a think tank, first off? But secondly, um, they, and I said this last night, they found some documents 
in his office. So they decide to go look in the garage to see if there's other ones. Like. It wasn't just a think tank. You got to remember, this is connected to the University of Pennsylvania. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So he also had an office in Washington. My question, first of all, is Joe Biden in a think tank? Really? Uh Come on. Stop. That motherfucker barely thinks. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Benedict Benedict Garland. Yes. I I forgot about that. You're Mm -hmm. right. It is Benedict Garland. But Benedict Garland, even in his incestuous fucking, I will appoint a special counsel. Mm -hmm. He appoints the most junior man Mm -hmm. in the office. Mm -hmm. And nobody's picked up on any of this. Mm -hmm. I know. This motherfucker is the most junior dude in the office. He's like the guy that got hired yesterday. Has no idea what he's doing yet. You know, and they is- said, "Hey, you're going to head up this council." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Qe boy, because I know you're over in the cannabis and combat chat. So, uh, who bought Joe the Corvette? Apparently, the the story goes that um, dear old Bo and Hunter restored the Corvette for Joe just shortly before Bo died. So it has a lot of sentimental value. It really suck if that it would really suck if that Corvette caught fire. Mm. And that whole house did. Anyhow. So it might happen. I think I do believe it's time for our our tribute. It is. Our Justin tribute. Most definitely. It has to happen. Yes. We're even a little late, but you know it's Friday, so we can go a little late tonight. We can go a little late tonight. We're, We're doing leftovers for dinner anyway. We're going to so. go a little late. Since I've been cooking all week, we have leftovers. Pick it. So, I met if you really, got it, light it up. I met a really cool up. lady in tractor supply today. Totally random, too. I had to go buy more uh, chicken feed. And they just got all their, like, fruit roots in and stuff. Seed potatoes, stuff like that. So I picked up some of that stuff. But um, I don't know. You know, people just randomly start talking to me. And I end up in conversations with people all the time. Um, anyway, so Mia, if you're like, hi, welcome. Because uh, I gave her a, the fuck? is going on random okay i have no idea what the fuck is going on i don't know like this the internet f- just went all fucking funky we, we just went retarded frozen um oh god damn it i told you to cancel that shit nope we're still what the fuck is going on I have no idea. Weird. Twitch glitch. Yeah, it's a it's a glitch, all right. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Let me do this. I hate to do it. They're tr- hitting us. Okay. See if this gets any better. Weird. 
Yeah, it's still still dropping. Frames. Look, it says that our internet is. We have fucking we're we're, we're directly connected. I know. Hardwired. I know. I don't understand. So weird. Yeah, Justin's completely fucking with us on Friday the thirteenth. Seriously. This happened to um, Liana this morning too. Did it now? Yeah, because she like we she started her show, and then. Yep, and then it got all fucky. They said the audio is good, but the video is choppy, so they can still hear us. All right, good. I, 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 she, she started out real good. She was talking fine, and then like four minutes in, her show went away. I texted you. I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, did Liana just get booted again?" And you were like, "No, no, no, she's good. She's." Or you were like, "I don't know." And then you were like, "No, she's back up." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Because like she went away all of a sudden. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, she said round two, Friday the 13th. This is fucking crazy. It's like... So weird. I Like for a second, we're good. And then we go dark red on all of our numbers. Everything. Close out that video. What video? That one. I mean, I I, I don't even know. That's not even using up disk space. I don't even know. That's why I do it this way. So I, I keep computer running at the fastest speed possible so weird this is completely odd no you, that'll close out all the videos yeah i know i can't i i don't i don't know how to stop this i don't know what the fuck's going on hmm. this is fucking ridiculous yeah let's try playing another video see what happens okay because sometimes when i do that it does calm the system down very weird very weird what are we watching here? Mm. You don't remember, do you? Oh, you'll see. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But you know what I think? I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow know these but it, documents you know appear. But here's the thing. Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was in office wrong. for well, 40 years. Find out, let's that. find out what this is first. Now, again, mm. one of the things That's that gets true. me crazy is... Before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. I don't want to see that. But I want to see someone explain to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, does, if stuff is missing, I know it's does missing. Does it feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? I, not, I it did originally, but I'm sorry, sorry, but not not now, because one of the things one of the things he's saying is that, you know, some of these some of the locations where the docs may have been shipped in the transition I may see. have gotten see. taken and put. But still. But still what? Whoopi, what do you, are, are you are, are, are you? They were they were planted by you know the Republicans because why didn't they know they were there? Are, are you making? I, I I'm confused. Seriously, it's craziness. These twats. Wow. Yeah. They are. Oh, yeah. They've lost all of their minds. Yeah. Definitely. And people watch them all the time. What is going on in America? Women. Women in America. I don't, I don't know. Lindsay, what are you doing watching these women? I don't think Lindsay watches them. Craziness. And we're we're skipping again. I uh, see. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just weird. When the bodies, I don't know what the fuck. I have to like fuck with the whole computer. 
tonight. No, you're not. It's not the computer. It's nothing on our side. I don't even hear the computer working. I, nope. I don't know. Fuck it. This is bullshit. I know. This is some crap they're doing to all of us. Like Liana. Like they're it's literally Liana. saying that our internet's down. And like I said, we're hardwired We're hardwired fiber. Into, into fiber. Yeah. And you can still hear us perfectly, but you can't see us great. It's so weird. Because the video keeps skipping for a reason. How did the video come through from what we played? Did, could you I mean, see it that? Fine. It looked fine on our end. Yeah. But our video here is like. Because OBS is beat fuck up. Yes. You know what? Liana said there was an, an OBS update. Ooh. I bet that's it. I bet we have to update OBS. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I We're bet We're going to update OBS. Huh? Yeah. Let me go back to this then where we can. We're not going to update OBS while we're on no, the air. No, no. Because okay. that'll take too long. Yes. But. I might have to do that tonight. So there was a, a a little um well we'll we'll get started with this. You'll you'll see. Bit of a mix up. Mm-hmm. Uh, three hundred fifty Cuban migrants landing at uh, Dry Tortuga and Key West. Um I believe you you, you said uh it was a political ploy on the part of uh Governor DeSantis to deploy the National Guard. His office has said that the Coast Guard requested help uh, patrolling the waters off Florida. Can you just kind of discuss your understanding of the situation yep. uh, in Florida and how that how that understanding has developed yep. in the last several? And months? I'm going to be, and I'm happy to repeat what I said, which is Governor DeSantis has made a mockery of uh, of the system, and uh, and he has cons consistently and constantly, as many of you have reported, uh, has done political stunts, has not helped to uh, address the issue, but has instead decided to uh, put the lives of migrants who are coming here uh, for a better life at risk. And that's what we have seen from this governor. Look, when it comes to the Coast Guard and Customs and Border Protection, they are deploying additional personnel and resources to Florida to quickly process individuals and place them in removal proceedings. I would note that the migrants from Cuba were, who arrived in Florida over a week ago were processed and moved out of the state by Border Patrol within days. Uh, the, at the national park that you mentioned, it reopened just this past Sunday. Uh, the president has expanded safe, orderly. She said DeSantis is just, it's just political theater on his First end. of all, I, I'm, I'm. Oh, no, I'm, let him I, respond because no, no, that's the next on, clip. Hold on. I'm mind boggled real quick. I know. Because, real quick, this dress does nothing for her. It's a fucking tennis top. I, I, I don't give a fuck what it is. It's not, it, it's ridiculous. Look, these black like she's lines. She's seriously like going to play tennis after this. I, I'm dead serious. These black lines here, it, for the longest time there, I thought she was green screened in there. I mean, she might be. I'm dead serious. It kind of does look like it. Green screen. Look at this over here with the American flag. That doesn't look natural. It doesn't look at the look at the curve on that. Yeah, that doesn't look natural. No, yeah, look at the top. Like yeah. the whole curve on that. It does look does, green screen. Does man. look very green screen. Yeah, I'm just saying. I I just noticed it. It does. Maybe I'm fucking crazy. It should not curve like that. It's it's not falling naturally. I'm seeing some green screening going on here. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's just weird. Anyhow, okay. There well, you go. Play, play Dan DeSantis's response. Please don't do that. I'm just going to do it from here because okay. this works better. Yeah, it does. 
Florida. And we reported last week that the Coast Guard is saying 300 migrants were fleeing Cuba and other countries. And they landed at the dry Tortugas National Park last week and forced it to close because there were so many that landed there. Then there were 45 that also made landfall in Key West. And Florida was saying, you know, what do we do? How do we handle this? And they reached out to they reached out to the government and they said, you know, we're talking about this situation. We had some of the, the agents on our show. Well, it turns out Ron DeSantis decided to deploy the National Guard to help with the migrant surge. Just a few hours later, Joe Biden blasts him and says it's a political stunt. <laughs> and Corrine Jean-Pierre did the same thing. Listen. We have seen Governor DeSantis do political stunts. Uh, that is how he how he perceives to fix uh, the uh, this issue from Florida, right? And uh, and he takes uh, you know he we're talking about people who are coming from from countries who are dealing with um, political strife, who are dealing with uh, issues. Uh, where they're they're trying to find asylum and he treats them like pawns and so we have called that out over and over again and we will continue to do that uh, and he is not dealing with the problem he's actually creating a problem and uh, and so that's what i have to say to that we've talked about governor De desantis and the uh, again what the mockery that he's making of a process that the president is trying to fix uh, by trying to fix, uh, by drop, parachuting them in at two in the morning, dropping them in cities without even telling mayors, uh, putting them in sponsor homes we know nothing about. That is fun by not using people as pawns. Not one person gets on a bus, gets on a plane without signing a sheet, including the ones that went over uh, to Martha's Vineyard. So Ron DeSantis obviously was going to apologize for using those uh, for illegal immigrants as pawns, right? Is that what he right. did? I think that's the sound. The like. Coast Guard was the one that asked him, and they have the emails to prove it. Asked him to he get involved. He was responding to a uh, federal organization. That's right. So the Coast Guard calls the governor and says, we "Will need you help. help?" Now, if it was a different governor, they may not have gotten that help. But Ron DeSantis says, "Coast Guard calls. We're willing to help with the Florida National Guard." Here's what he said. And so we were seeing, you know, the Coast Guard had brought in like 300 people uh, that they had onboarded and, and put them in the Florida Keys. Well, they, they didn't have the ability to take care of those folks. There's vessels left everywhere and people's property and all this. So we declared a state of emergency. We provided uh, Coast Guard the assistance that they've asked for. We are going to clear the vessels free of charge for those residents because it wasn't their, their fault. Maybe we'll send the bill to Biden. We'll see. But uh, the reality is... The Coast Guard stretched so thin and that what the Coast Guard has told us is we are not going to get additional resources from the federal government like this is what we have. So we're basically filling gaps that the federal government should be filling and would be filling um, if they wanted to do it. I would just tell the White House, uh, not only has the Coast Guard asked us to help, um, but we have no choice but to help because of your neglect and incompetence. <laughs> So the Coast Guard requested twin-engine FWC aircraft to patrol the shoreline down in Florida. And you heard him say the state of Florida is going to pay the residents. This is what residents down in Texas are fuming about because the migrants walk into their yard. They damage their fences. They cut holes in their fences. So Ron DeSantis is saying, I'm going to pay the Florida residents if these migrants pull up in their backyard in a boat right. on the water. 
to pay, I'll pay to remove those boats so the residents aren't stuck with that bill. Yeah. And he said, then I'm going to send the bill to Joe Biden, yeah. perhaps. And by the way, they say the same thing about Governor Abbott. Every time he tries to get a hold of the border, yeah. put these kids on bus because they've been overwhelmed, he says he's a political son. To, again, the press secretary totally unprepared. If you get briefed and said there was a request from the Coast Guard to get Florida's help, you don't make that statement. But it's a laziness that she does goes about with where she's a pure politician, but she's also not even... Shut your fag Yeah, mouth. seriously, Please. I can't stand him. You're Please. a fucking douche. But first of all, second of all, <coughs> oh, man. First right, of put all, us back on even though we're frozen. I, I, we're going to freeze. Uh, I'm, I know. I'm, no, I'm just going to put us in the corner. Ron DeSantis, good on you. Good on you, fella. Good on you. Keep it up. Keep yeah. it up. You're proving them wrong at every corner with everything you do. Keep doing it. Don't stop. These fucking idiots, let them fucking walk themselves into the grave. We're going to do it. We're going to win. They're too dumb to realize that we're winning right now. They are we really them? are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the ones that have to wake up are, are have to wake up are seeing this. Well, and there's no way that you can ignore it anymore. Uh, there, you I know mean, what? You're tonight right. got even worse for them. It made everybody. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of employers right now shit in the bed. That's true. And I'm going to show you why. Mm -hmm. Because it ain't good. A lot of employers out there right now. Well, that's that's the the money stuff. But if you want to go to what I think you want to go to. It's, yes, it's that one. It's that one. Yep, that's the one I want to go to. Yep. Because this is the one that's most important. Yep. And there's a lot of lawyers right now. They all going, oh shit, we're about to make a bunch of money, but we're going to work for a very long time. Yep. Watch this. Yes, and we are just getting word of this now. Regarding the COVID vaccine, the CDC is now saying that there has been enough cases of people who have had the vaccine, received the vaccine, and then suffered a stroke. The agency will now be investigating any potential links between the shots and strokes in some of those patients. Yeah, too little, too late. Yeah. Sorry, CDC. Now there's been enough strokes? Now there's been enough strokes. Seriously. Now we have enough strokes. Well, and so... Uh, so what did it take? How many strokes exactly did it take? I mean, was it really all about DeMar? Was it really all about DeMar collapsing on the field and having a fucking heart attack before America woke the fuck up and said, wait a minute, what the fuck have you been injecting in our body? Yes, Ellsworth. It is all news. fucking We've news. Known, and we literally We've talked known about this, this for two years. Yeah. Going on three now. Three years. Two years. Three years. We literally talked about this in, okay, December of 2020. So, yeah. Okay. We got to wait till December this year yeah, to yeah, say yeah. three years. So, in the Washington, this was great. In the Washington Post this morning, your 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 favorite, Leanna Wen <sighs> put out an opinion piece. Okay. <sighs> oh, no. You're going to like this. Oh, did she, did she go off? We are overcounting COVID deaths and hospitalizations. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. 
According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the United States is experiencing around 400 COVID deaths every day. At that rate, there would be nearly 150,000 deaths a year. But are these Americans dying from COVID or with COVID? Understanding this distinction is crucial to putting the continuing toll of the coronavirus into perspective. Determining how likely an infection will result hun, in hospitalization or death helps people weigh their own risk. Hun, hun, stop, it stop, stop. It also enables stop. health officials. I can't. I, I, can't. I, wanted, I wanted to talk to you really quick. Uh, okay. Look at me. Look at me. Uh-huh. Okay. No, I'm dead serious. I want you to look into my eyes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Listen to me right now. Yeah. I'm saying this in front of probably 25,000 people. Uh-huh. You are the smartest woman I know. <laughs> You're a genius. I hate being right all the time. Don't don't you have something back to say to me? I love you. <laughs> I'm number one in your world. Thank you, babe. Anyway. <laughs> holy shit. Wait, we, wait, wait. We, we are the brightest people that walk the face of the earth. I know. I know. Why? Because we we said this. You're a fucking prophet. I swear to God. And uh, you you don't do that very often. So watch yourself. I gotcha. Since and this is a quote from um, Robin Drettler, an attending physician at Emory Decatur Hospital and former president of Georgia's chapter of Infectious Disease Societies of America. Okay. He said, since every hospitalized patient gets tested for COVID, many are incidentally positive. A gunshot victim or someone who had a heart attack, for example, could test positive for the virus, but the infection has no bearing on why they sought medical care. You can't make this shit up. Folks, how can you charge murder for someone if they died from COVID? So, I, literally, I mean, we we literally we've been saying this for two years. Like, I, I, I welcome to the fucking party, Leanna Wynn. It's again too little, too late. It's, I I can't even. It's not a win. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a win. Okay, we'll move on to the next COVID clip then, since we're doing COVID now. Which way am I going? That one. Oh, uh, Sarah smiles. I'm. Honestly, I'm not sure how to sub- how to change your subscription on Freshmouth.life. I was kind of wondering the same thing. I'm going to reach out to Larry and ask him, but um, I'm probably just going to keep our subscription and like the ones we currently have with the basic toothbrushes and give that to the kids and get the electric toothbrushes. But um, if you you email them, I want to say there's like a contact us or cus- customer support or something. They'll they'll help you out. So. Anyway, there's also a phone number, I think, yeah. too, in there. Yeah. You can give them a call. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we're looking to upgrade ours as well because we got the little water cups. Yeah, and we want the electric toothbrush. Holy shit. Yeah. I tell you what, folks. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, those water cups are amazing. Yeah, they really are. I uh, haven't pissed so much in my whole entire life. I can tell you what, my kidneys are working exactly the way, way they're supposed to. Too. Good stuff. Anyway. On with this. Yep. Peter McCullough. Now, everyone seems to be noticing and wondering, why does it appear that an inordinate number of young, healthy Americans are dropping dead? Like 18-year-old Jordan Tyler Brister, the high school senior who planned to join the military after graduation, 
He collapsed and was found unresponsive in the bathroom after P.E. He died five days later. Or 21-year-old Hunter Brown, an offensive lineman for the U.S. Air Force Academy football team. He suffered a medical emergency while on his way to class and could not be resuscitated. And then there's Blaze Jacobs, a 17-year-old student in Ohio who went into cardiac arrest during class. A GoFundMe says that he received CPR for over an hour but died later that night. And there's so many others. So I guess we're okay with ignoring what seems to be a lot of tragic and sudden teen deaths without examining them any further, asking any questions. Now, we have to be clear, athletes, especially young male athletes in contact sports, have died from sudden cardiac arrest before, long before COVID. And they devastated families, they shocked friends, and they shocked teammates. This from the Sporting News back in 2015. According to multiple studies, sudden cardiac arrest is the leading cause of death in high school athletes, contributing to roughly 20% of the fatalities in sports. It's a silent killer with no real symptoms to prepare for. Most cases are the result of a pre-existing condition that goes undetected. Fair enough. Now, perhaps this is the case with the recent deaths we mentioned. But vaccine-induced myocarditis, blood clots, and other serious adverse effects are real risks from the MRA vaccine, which still has not been given full FDA approval. And then there was this today. Some vaccine advisors to the federal government say they're disappointed and angry that government scientists in the pharmaceutical company Moderna didn't present a set of infection data on the company's new COVID-19 booster during meetings last year. That data suggested the possibility that the updated booster might not be any more effective at preventing COVID-19 infections than the original shots. Oops. So much for transparency. And why is this only coming out now, months after the emergency approval was given for that second approval? No, no, fuck you, cunt. I know, she is a cunt, but You that's... don't get to say, oh, oops. No, 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 fuck you, she's, twat. Uh, you sat there. She's being you sarcastic, proclaimed. and she's not saying oops about herself. She's saying, she's facetiously saying oops about them. Re read this, read it correctly, but keep going because Peter McCullough is coming up. And the whole point of this clip, because she is a cunt, is the fact that now the narrative is changing. Now we're hearing on mainstream media how bad this is. Now, now it's starting to get out that if your your kid has heart problems, it's probably because of the jab. If your mom had a stroke, it's probably because of the jab. People are going to get pissed. So continue this because uh, Peter McCullough is coming up and I, I want you to hear what he has to say. Second booster. So my question is, is the dam beginning to break against Big Pharma and the federal government for its push for these experimental shots? Joining me now, Dr. Peter McCullough. Well, 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 let's make sure we report that right there, fucking Miss Twat Ingram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's make sure we put this properly. You also pushed the shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, you also pushed the fucking jab last week. You couldn't let Lou Holtz talk about how, you know, this this could have been vaccine induced with Damar Hamlin. But now you bring on Dr. Peter McCullough because what changed? Because a bunch of us went after her. I'm not sure that's what changed, but keep going. We'll see. Epidemiologist, cardiologist and author of The Courage to Face COVID-19. Dr. McCullough. Now. 
Maybe we're, you know, overreacting to what seems to be an inordinate number of young people dying and collapsing. But your reaction to what you've seen thus far? Laura, we examined this in a recent letter to the editor, Dr. Polycretis from Italy and myself. Before COVID-19 vaccination in the European leagues, under age 35 active players, 29 cardiac arrests per year. Since the vaccines have been released, that number now annualized uh, from a universe of of publicly reported deaths we reviewed is now 283, nearly a tenfold increase. And we've also demonstrated a rising mortality in those under age 15. So this is a disturbing trend. What we know is it's a straight line. Most of these leagues and teams mandated the vaccine. The FDA indicates the vaccine can cause myocarditis and blood clots. And the autopsy studies show that myocarditis and blood clots in some cases can be fatal. And now we're witnessing an explosion of death of young people. Well, Dr. McCullough, uh, Dr. Fauci was pressed on the myocarditis cases from the vaccines last week. Here was his response. Some of the mRNA vaccines can cause a self-limiting, almost invariably benign, inflammatory response in the heart, which generally resolves in a very short period of time. It is very, very rare. Overwhelmingly, COVID itself causes that in a dramatically higher rate. Is he correct? No, he's not. In a paper by Daniels and colleagues in JAMA, before the vaccines, uh, the NCAA Big Ten looked for myocarditis. They screened thousands of athletes. They found a handful of cases, none of which were clinically significant. Two Valley and colleagues from Israel has reported before the vaccines that with COVID, there wasn't a higher rate than the background rate of myocarditis, which happens with parvovirus and giant cell. Now we're seeing an explosion of myocarditis, which the FDA agrees happens in young people, 90% men, mainly people uh, in the younger age groups, uh, due to the COVID-19 vaccine, fatal cases reported by Verma, Choi, Gill, and Patone. So Fauci's wrong on this. This myocarditis is serious. The vast majority are hospitalized, and it can be fatal. Well, Dr. McCullough, for all of us, uh, you know, lay people in the world of medicine, how would you determine in an autopsy whether the vaccine had in, had created this environment for cardiac arrest? How, how would you determine it? In a paper by Schwab from Heidelberg, Germany, they examined uh, people who died at home after the vaccine within 20 days. And they found 71% of the time, it was a clear-cut cause of death. They found inflammation in the heart, swelling of the heart. Uh, they can stain for spike protein in the heart. Or the... Wait. Hmm. Oh my God, I wish my mother listened to this show. Mm -hmm. So I talked to my mom today. Yeah. Okay. Guess what she's really in the nursing home for? Is that why you're so angry this afternoon? Part of it. Okay. But guess what she's really in the nursing home for? A heart problem? Guess what the heart problem is? What's that? <clears throat> Apparently, she has been diagnosed with a rare form of myocarditis. No shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I knew they. I knew it wasn't fucking bronchitis. I knew it wasn't bronchitis either. She couldn't breathe. She couldn't. She said she couldn't inhale enough oxygen. Is what she told me. I was just like, she felt like there was an elephant sitting oh on her chest. Oh my god, bitch! Please, you fucking idiot! You got fucking five jabs of an experimental fucking treatment that we have no idea what it does to anybody. What no, we, the we, fuck we, were you thinking? We we do know what it does to people. Yeah, that's it kills them. Why? That's the problem. It did, oh my god! I don't. I don't need to listen. I already know. I know. We, you've been right. What I do you know. want me to say? Eighty-five I, times over. I know. You're the smartest woman I know. I don't want to be. You've been right. I don't want to be. I don't want to be right. I love you for it. But holy shit! This. I I told this woman. I I fucking. I I lost my shit inside my work truck today. I have to go clean it up at some point. I'm just not doing it now. Because you were throwing, throwing shit around? Holy, I fucking went crazy. The second she said that, I went absolutely ape shit bonkers. I hmm, tossed shit that I haven't tossed in a very, I broke shit that I haven't broken in a very long time. I was very upset. Very, very angry. And I, ooh, ooh, because I told her this was going to happen. I know. And when she asked me, so here we go. I'm, I'm going through it. Okay. You all get to watch this now. This is all going to be public now. Because guess what she asked me? What? Is there any way I can get better? No. At this point, I, I don't after know. After five jabs, I don't. I don't. I think don't know. So. I mean, we can try, but this is what it's going to take, folks. You all are about to see this shit. If you've got families, if you've got family members that went and got injected, we're we're about to see this shit. Right. It's going to be in your back door. It's going to be like the same description that Mel Gibson gave in the Patriot about the way the revolution was going to look to all Americans as compared to what we've seen before. This was going to be a whole new thing they've never seen before. I mean, and and now like you, you, if she wasn't already so frail, like that's the biggest exoskeletally, yeah, then it, I'd say you know we can absolutely try. But the thing is, like she's yeah. she's, she's already she's beat. already so frail. She had four boys. I mean, what the fuck do you want? Not just that. I mean, she's had both her hips replaced yep. multiple times. She's had her neck fused. She can't stand up straight. Turn her head. Um, lift her head internally. She was okay before the shots. She was, can't drive. She can't do anything for herself. Uh, she, can't, she can't walk up and down the stairs. They've they've condensed their three story home to one story a long time ago. Um, there's, I mean, if it was, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome, I, I could help with that. If it was cancer, I could help with that. But myocarditis, heart issues, I. At her age, with her other problems, I I don't I don't know what I can do. But I'm not. I'm I'll not, try. I'm not, I'm not saying that there is anything we can do. I know. I, I told her though. I was straight up with her. I was like, honestly, I I don't know. 
I mean, you know, I, you are so far down that rabbit hole. There's, I, I don't know if there is an answer for that. You have legitimately committed suicide by doing this. You have gone and asked to kill you. You've stood in front of a bullet or an oncoming train. Yeah. It's the same thing. And she's what, like 80, 82? 82. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my dad's 87. Yeah. 82. Um, yeah. I, My dad, he's not going to be, if that, if she dies, I, I if she dies, he needs to come down here. I don't think my dad's going to be far behind. But that. if she dies, he needs to come down here. Um, you know, now my, my best friend, she called me, uh, she called me this morning and she kind of said the same thing to me. Now she's had two jobs. But she said, uh, she said, I, I need your help. And white boy, if you're listening, should make you happy. Because kept her son pure, kept her aunt pure. Um, she and her husband, she works in healthcare. She had to take the job, even though she works from home. Um, and she hasn't been right since. And she's like, she's got the, now the chronic fatigue is setting in and She's like, I need your help. So I started sending her, you know, I was like, all right. Actually, she asked me yesterday and, um, and she was like, Hey, I, I, she called me today. She's like, I need you to send me that list. Like, yes. Yes, I do. So I sent her the whole, the whole list, the enzymes. And not only that, but I sent her like links on, I, I just sent her direct links on where to buy it. Um, mostly Dr. Mercola's stuff actually, cause I know that's high quality stuff. It's what we use here. And he doesn't sponsor us. So I do follow him, but, um, but you know, people are really starting to wake up and they're starting to ask for help. And then, uh, then she's going on about, you know, railing on about, uh, everything that's going on. And just, do you see what you've done to me? Yes. Yes. I, I, I see what I've done to you. I, I know. Isn't it awesome? Once you come out of the matrix. Once you open your eyes and see you, you can't unsee it. You can't close your eyes again. You can't go back into the matrix. I'm yeah, sorry. I got to tell you, Liana today, you know, one of my favorite parts of your show was when you played that part of the matrix. That is the most important part to play because right now we have so many people waking up. They don't even realize that everything they've seen is fake or it's bullshit or it's gay. Mm -hmm. They have no idea. They just know what happens, what has happened to them personally. I, I'm telling you, you did a, you did a service today by playing that. That was huge. I was like, holy shit. Somebody else gets it at my level. Like we get it. You understand it the way I understand it. Like once you break free, it's a whole new world out here. A lot of people ask me, why do you think you can do that? Why not? Why can't I? The better question is, why are you telling yourself you can't? I've told myself my whole life I can do whatever I want. Yeah, to try and tell Mickey can't do something. He will literally move heaven and earth to make, make it happen. I've done it. I've seen him. I, she's been witness to it. She's been a part of it. I've been the driving force behind it on a lot of occasions. So I, I tell you right now, tell, tell me I can't do something. 
I was told I couldn't walk. I got out of a wheelchair. I was told I'd never run. I run just fine. You told you wouldn't live more than five years. I was, was told I was only 18 gonna, years ago. I was told I was only going to live for five years. Still alive. So fuck you. There's something else going on out there that we are not aware of. And well, we're not supposed to be aware of it. Maybe. A, until maybe. it's time. That time is coming soon. And that's the scary part. Sooner than y'all want to know. I'm ready. I don't know about you. Uh, not this yet. We're, we no, still have a couple yeah. COVID. Yep. One. I forgot about this one. Yeah, this one. More Peter McCullough. I'm playing. He's good. Doc, welcome back to the show. Good to see you again. Thanks for having me. So I would flip on CNBC in the morning sometimes to see some of the business news. And just about every stinking morning, I would see Dr. Scott Gottlieb on the show uh, on a regular basis, on a daily basis to get their daily COVID update. So we learn in these Pfizer documents, we learn in these Twitter documents, just the lengths that he was going to try to censor voices, particularly around natural immunity. So, Doc, let's start there on the natural immunity piece. That's the part that really stood out to me. Clayton, I can tell you, I was appalled at what I learned. You know, I'm a frequent contributor on Fox News, Newsmax, many stations. I do it all pro bono. I don't receive a dollar for doing this. And we learned that former FDA chairman, Scott Gottlieb, who's young and he's underaccomplished as an academic physician. He uh, certainly isn't at my level of standing. Uh, you could tell he was ripe <laughs> to go on the take. And uh, we learn now that he was being paid 365. Hold on. First of all, I got to play that again. Under that is a fucking savage. Uh, yeah, that, I, is, that is the most fun, savage thing I've ever heard a doctor ever say. He just fucking completely struck that dude down from the knees. He cut his ankles off. That shit was badass. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. <laughs> Dude, we are fucking playing that again. That was fucking badass. He was. As soon as I turn off my wife's we saw time. alarm, I I'm playing that again because that was absolutely fucking savage. He absolutely fucking brought the best answer I've ever seen. Wow. What I learned, you know, I'm a frequent contributor on Fox News, Newsmax. Many stations, I do it all pro bono. I don't receive a dollar for doing this. And we learned that former FDA chairman, Scott Gottlieb, who's young and he's underaccomplished as an academic physician. He uh, certainly isn't at my level of standing. Uh, you could tell he was ripe to go on the take. And uh, we learn now that he was being paid $365,000 a year for Pfizer, by, by Pfizer, uh, had a frequent contributor contract with CNBC, and he was going on in a near, almost a daily basis from his uh, garden patio, if you remember, through the mm -hmm. uh, pandemic. I watched it, too. And uh, Andrew, Becky, and Joe and, and CNBC took it hook, line, and sinker everything he said. And he misled the country regarding uh, natural immunity, regarding the pandemic, juicing the country with fear, and then juicing and ginning up interest and almost certainly investment in Pfizer for their vaccine. So he on Twitter, of course, in response to some of these revelations, is now defending himself, saying, well, I was just merely trying to uh, quiet some of the 
some of the people who are being mean to me personally, basically. Do you buy that line? Well, let me tell you what. If he thinks he's uh, received some mean treatment on Twitter, you know, there are so many esteemed scientists, including myself, who are suspended for no reason. We're constantly uh, attacked. We've had unfollow programs, unlisting uh, programs, back, back, blacklisting, shadow banning. We faced it all. <clears throat> Gottlieb defrauded America for the profits of Pfizer. That's what we've learned. He was actually communicating with Twitter, and they were doing it. They were silencing scientists who were bringing forward important information on natural immunity. It mattered because the whole world was getting COVID and people who were recovered, they needed to know what to expect. And Gottlieb deceived the world on this. If people tuned in to CNBC, a mom who was at home with her kids, maybe the kids were home sick from school that day, and she flips on CNBC, and she sees this, this doctor who's telling her, go out, get your children vaccinated, go out, get these booster shots, do all of these things. Uh, I mean, who knows what happens to those families in, in those situations, but they're trusting this person that they're putting on the air as a, as a doctor's, a, a, you know, fair and impartial, uh, impartial voice in this, but he's not at all. He's not. In fact, being a former FDA commissioner now is used as a, as a false title. It's used as a pretext for government honesty and integrity that, that he would carry honesty and, and integrity from a government position into a paid board member position. We've now seen this with uh, his, uh, the, the commissioner that followed him, Stephen Hahn, who joined the in, uh, investment capital firm for Moderna. We had Rick Bright inside the White House, joins the Rockefeller Foundation. There is a very, very deep and corrupt collusion conflict of interest between industry and our uh, public health agencies. And the mechanism is but basically these inner relationships that occur when people are in office to get their next job after they leave office. And I'll get you out here on this, doctor. He's not the only one. I mean, there's a long history here of this cozy relationship with FDA, former former heads of the pharmaceutical, the biopharmaceutical complex, right? It, it's true. It, it, this has happened for a very long time. Uh, we know the media now is complicit, but the, the media itself took money from the COVID-19 Community Core Program. Remember, in early 2021, the White House and the Health and Human Services floated out $13 billion to the media, sports teams, churches, uh, other groups. And we know now there's a listing of nearly 4,000 major media outlets that took federal money to push the government false narrative. And I can tell you, you just follow the money on this one. It's both Pfizer and the U.S. government uh, colluding with the media. Everyone here is culpable. I'm you know what, Dierkin? I think you you get a thunder kicks. You know what? I, I definitely believe you get a thunder kicks. And I agree with this comment completely because I, I see it now. Yep. Something I haven't seen before, but I do see it now. Look at what he said. This is important. And this is your thunder kicks. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Dierkin said, if this guy wasn't shilling so much shit, I might actually trust him. We're running out of people to trust. Alternative media has been severely compromised. I agree. That's why I, I, I try and find healers that don't make the rounds on all these other shows. We do our best. <laughs> 
we do our best to keep our shit. Like I, I've tried, like we've had options to go other places and I've said no mm-hmm. because they want to control our show. And I, I don't want that at all. I control, we control our show. Well, I control it, but yeah. Okay. We control our show. <laughs> yeah. Period. We exactly. don't, we don't want anyone go, else. Nope. We talk about what we want to talk about. I'm not going to have somebody force feed me a script about what I have to talk about. Yeah, for never the day. in a million years. No, we know this you're shit. I, I know you're not, but yep. it's going on. You're right. What I'm telling you is you're right. Yep. You're a hundred percent with what you said. It's going on out there. And I tell you what, there's, I've seen it already. And it's a scary thought because now it's getting down to our level. And when you get down to our level, we're nothing. We're nothing in the big eyes of the podcast world and the fucking alternate media. Trust me, we're nothing. Yeah, no. But you know what? They're coming down to our level trying to get us now. So that way we sell out now. So that way they control us for the rest of time. Never and they happen. can control the narrative. Yep. However, in this show, they can fuck right the fuck off because that ain't never happening. You can kiss my lily living ass. That fucking shit ain't happening. And I, I think I know who's sending them my way, but hmm. I keep that to myself. Okay. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Play that one. So this is uh this is Dr. John Campbell. This is um a, a, a little, uh, review of of his journey through through what of um coming to the light oh okay so this is his red pill mm-hmm. one of which the vaccine for the covid19 that is essentially our way out of this crisis things can go back to normal but then i am remarkably optimistic that the the vaccine the vaccines are going to be effective i believe we can eradicate this virus i don't believe it's going to become endemic don't believe it's going to be a problem for decades. The, the World Health Organization have got superb experts working for them. They've got a bit cockroach this year. Yeah, I agree with that. Got to be led by the science, by the evidence. I do not discuss conspiracy theories. We now have a vaccine with high levels of efficacy, high levels of safety, easy to produce, easy to transport, and very, very inexpensive. What we believe is that people basically are not getting sick just after the first dose. So one dose can prevent serious illness. So you could well say that the efficacy is looking like it. And uh, amazing levels of ignorance. People don't know that vaccine is there to prevent disease and it's no good way until you get it to get the vaccine, dear me. And there's no question we've got a, a surge here. There's a significant increase in cases, despite the very high number of vaccinations. We conclude the mRNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation of the endothelium. That means the mRNA can get all around the body. Basically, newborn babies dying at a higher rate than expected in Scotland. The excess deaths are still going up, especially in the United Kingdom. All these lockdowns, we had this mass vaccination campaign. We had people bouncing up and down about it. Politicians and medical officers and scientific officers strutting over the telly every night, TV every night. And now we've actually got high levels of deaths and no one seems to be commenting on it at all. Now, we don't want to get into conspiracy theory, but it just it, it's, it, to me, it's inexplicable why mainstream media is not all over this. And so there you go. We're the mega big scientists. And if you disagree with us, you're a conspiracy theorist. Disappointing. My apologies if I misled people in 2020. But um, 
we always go by the evidence that we get. Personally, I wish I hadn't been as trusting. Well, you live and learn, I suppose. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for being honest. Mm -hmm. You know what? He does videos every day. He's been tracking the excess deaths in Scotland and the UK, all over the world, actually. I, I support you not because you pushed it. I support you because you're honest about what you said and you recorded it. And you can't deny his reaction at every... If you look at those dates, those were dates that we were broadcasting yeah. some really big information Yeah, that shit was coming out about the vaccine. And I remember these dates because that motherfucker's having the same reaction that I think a whole lot of people were having at the same time when we were saying, hey, look at all this shit. Yeah. How do you deny what's going on? And he asked the same question. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Good on you, fellow. Uh, he's gotten a ton of flags on YouTube. I, I gotta say, um, I, I know he is on YouTube, but he's, he's got a ton of red flags. Like they've, <clears throat> they're not quite sure what to do with him because he was such a, um, proponent at the beginning. So he kind of beat the algorithms for a while and now he's starting to get red flags, but they're, I think they're almost scared to take him off. So well, anyway, we'll see. Good on him. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. His YouTube videos have been sent. So yeah, just in case I've said it many a time tonight and you're going to hear it here. The only child of Elvis Presley, Lisa Marie Presley, has died at the age of 54. She was taken to hospital after suffering a full cardiac arrest. Singer Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis and Priscilla Presley, has died at the age of 54. Presley was rushed to the hospital Thursday after reportedly suffering cardiac arrest at her California home. In a statement to the AP, her mother Priscilla said, It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter Lisa Marie has left us. She added, She was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I have ever known. Lisa Marie Presley was born in Memphis. She's the only child of Elvis and Priscilla. She was nine when her father died. She had four children, actress Riley Keough, 14-year-old twins Harper and Finley. She lost her son Benjamin to suicide in 2020. Presley was married four times to Danny Keough, Michael Jackson, Nicolas Cage, and Michael Lockwood. As a singer-songwriter, Lisa Marie released three albums in her career, and the first, To Whom It May Concern, in 2003, was certified gold. In 2005, she released Now What? Then in 2012, the collection Storm and Grace. Just days before she died, Lisa Marie and Priscilla attended the Golden Globe Awards in support of the movie Elvis. Its star, Austin Butler, won Best Actor for his performance as the King of Rock and Roll. Back in June, Presley became part of the Hollywood Walk of Fame with a hand and footprint ceremony along with her mother and all her daughters. Yeah. Yep. So uh, she's gone. Yep. Um, another one gone. And what did you find out about her? She was jabbed when? Hmm. Um, she she had put up a Facebook post. So I know she was definitely jabbed in 2021. You wanted to see what uh, AOC was doing up here, Lindsay? Here you go. 
I do think it's funny that like absolute utter Republican meltdown where they're like, you can take my gas stove or my cold dead hands or how dare you talk about gas stoves. You have a gas stove. First of all, first of all, I rent, period. Second of all, though, it doesn't even matter because by that logic, these are the same people who would have said we should have never gotten rid of leaded gasoline just because someone may have driven a gasoline car. Science evolves and gives us new knowledge with time. Stop. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Wow. How is she a congressperson? Seriously. It's magic. She's so fucking dumb. I believe it's magic. magic. She's so fucking dumb. I believe it's magic, magic. Do you remember that song? I don't think you can make a minimum IQ requirement to vote, but um, here let's let's play. The, maybe we should because that's this is the Darwin Awards. Um, the Darwin Awards on Twitter is pretty fucking hysterical. Yeah, because most of these people need to win the Darwin yes. Award. Yeah, because holy shit, mm -hmm. it's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. He, he just got knocked out. He just got knocked out by the machine. Holy shit. He really did. Oh my god. Holy fuck. Oh, unleaded oh, gasoline, yes. Oh, okay. How long have we had unleaded gasoline? I don't even know. I, I, I'm not even sure. I remember with my dad, we would drive up to the stations in Jersey. She probably ate leaded paint as a child. Where you would fill your car up and you, you would tell the guy, hey, 20 bucks, no lead. <laughs> that means unleaded, unleaded for you folks that are at AOC's yeah. education level. Yeah. No lead wow. means unleaded. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Oh. Well, hey, play Klaus Schwab because I told you all that I would tell you what um, I bring the receipts on on what's to come. You did. I oh, did. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, Klaus, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab, telling us what's what's coming next. This is next, folks. Mm -hmm. And I just I have to say real quick that I pray that nothing like completely out of this world happens in Georgia this week. Because our governor, Brian Kemp, is in Davos. Yes. Davos. So, Did you know about that, um, Liana? Jordan, whatever the fuck his last name, uh, who writes the dossier on Substack, uh, got uh, documents, that the guest list for Davos this year. And yeah, Brian, Brian Kemp is there. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. Wonder what's going on there. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's getting his blank made. Don't worry about it. Uh, probably. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. 
the COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Yeah. Aren't y'all looking forward to that? Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know, now they're saying that the um, the shutdown of the airplanes was due to one dude. Yeah, I heard that. They 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 got their patsy. Yeah. Okay. One 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 dude like hit the delete like we were talking about the other day. Maybe maybe they maybe they watched the show. We were telling a story of when our kid like it erased his time. whole computer. Um, they're, they're basically saying that this dude did that. Like he accidentally deleted the, the fucking system for real. Yeah. For real. Like that's, 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 that's what they're, that's that's what they're telling you. They're going with. That's really what they're telling you right now. Like I, I can't even, it's so ridiculous. So. Yeah. We're skipping a little bit here, but. It's not too bad. Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah, it is. Whatever. It's fucking horrible. I know. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, it can't be that easy. Um, you can just accidentally delete something like that, but what? Whatever. Um, no, so, no, get- <laughs> uh, yeah, and the internet's doing that fucking thing. I don't even know. It, it's not the internet. We know it's OBS. Whatever. It's OBS. It's so weird. Problem. Um, it's time. Featured sponsor of tonight's show is Fresh Mouth. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Lindsay got her her hydrogen cup. Are you hydrogen water cup. Are you pissing yeah, clear? She, she couldn't figure it out for the longest time. She figured she had to take the black rubber thing off the top. <laughs> She's like, how does this work? That's how it works. Anyway. Um but yeah, so we love you, Lynn. Ours, we, we couldn't figure you. out how ours works for the longest time either until we're like, oh shit, we have to charge that bitch. And the directions are so small again. Yes. Yep. You gotta so. take the black rubber off. <laughs> yes. It is pretty fantastic though. So uh, oh, that's good. P Quest, thank you for the cookie. Appreciate it. No, actually, we have to we have a lot of people think tonight. Yes. Let me uh we do. Uh, Pam Dye, thank you. Cook uh, for the cookie. Mm-hmm. Pequest, cookie again. Tracy B- PCB. I know can. you're up in Charleston, madame. Savannah's not that. It's not that two far. hours. If you ever make your way down here, let us know. We'll go to dinner. Uh, Pequest, again for the cookie. You are my uh, hero tonight, Pequest. Thank you, you very much. Excellent. All right. Um, we will be back Sunday with the continuation of Tartaria, the destruction of Tartaria, the mud floods. Tartaria and, part. And two. the uh the 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 orphans, the insertion of people into our timeline, potentially. Are we bringing back the replacement uh, of people into our timeline? Anybody? No, but the following week, I have D- Dustin Moss is coming on to to hang out with us. Dustin, why does he sound familiar? Because we met him in um, the first time we met Mickey. He was the one we went to dinner with, and then we, oh, we drove him yeah, to the airport. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, had yeah. the uh, yeah the, the um, and I fixed the blood vessel in his crushed blood vessel in his neck. Sure, yeah. I didn't know about that. It was my first healing. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool, actually. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, cool. um, 
Par for the course. So, yeah. So, yeah, everybody does know that Derek and that Santelli is a grifter shell. We all know that. Um, I met him. Like, yeah, we've met him a bunch times. of times and he's totally, yeah, we, yeah no, we're not good. figured that out a long time ago. Yeah, certainly. And his jerkies kind of sucks. Yeah, honestly. P. Santelli. I, it, was, it wasn't that bad. Anyway, I've had worse. I have had worse. However, so, so, uh, fresh mouth out life. Yeah. Go get your toothpaste, your electric toothbrush, your, Go get your, your hydrogen cup. Hydrogen cup. Amazing. Holy shit. I'm telling yep. you, you will piss clear like you've never pissed before. Yes. You'll be so it's hydrated. Amazing. It's amazing. Yep. Go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that. Yeah. Yep. Tune in Sunday, 1 p.m. Yes. Remember, 1 p.m. on Sunday, not 2 mm-hmm. p.m. anymore. We started an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Dustin's only with us for like an hour and a half on the 22nd. So the second part of that show, uh, Ski's going to come on because he's talked to some people on the ground in Ukraine. And he's also seen a whole bunch of Tartaria stuff over there. Um, so he's so we're, we're kind of doing a, a two-parter. All right. Um, we'll check it out. So, yeah. So we're going to have Dustin on the first half. Ski on in the second half. So, all right. He has to come back because he said he had some new information. For us. Sweet. So, I know, so that's going to be fun. So, so Sunday, tune that's, in. That's the following Sunday, but this Sunday we're doing the the end of Tartaria, all right. which is also amazing. So, so much love and orphans. Either way, mm-hmm. we will cool. uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Yeah, check us out twelve forty five for the mm-hmm. uh, for Liana's lounge, mm-hmm. and one o'clock the show will start. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, We will see you on Sunday for the Mick and B Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching. And of course, this is going to fuck up. So, seriously? Oh, for fuck's sake. Can you play it out of show clips? The audio. The audio is not even working. I know it's not. Can you play it out of show clips? Uh, Let me try. I bet you can. Hold on. Just give me a second. Okay. Stand by, folks. I don't even know why the audio is not working. It should be working. That's right so now. weird. But like my whole OBS is so fucked up. It really is. Give but us actually, some... if you can play it out of show clips, you can guys it... will see something really cute because the dogs, it, it's completely Pavlov. They know as soon as the end song plays that it's dinner time and they'll, uh, they'll, they'll open the door and come in. So hold on. It's pretty funny. Stand by. Yeah, they are completely conditioned. It's very cute. They'll come running in here. They won't see it, though. What? They won't no, see it. No, no, no. We can put it, because if we're playing this out of show clips, you can put us up in the corner. Oh, that's true. We can. Right. Whoop. Whoop. Okay. All right. So, good night, fuckers. Yep. Have a great night. Again. And we're going to put us in the corner so you guys can see it. See the dogs. Come in. Thanks for watching. Have a great night, fuckers. Enjoy. I love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need it. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate, ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. You may make it through.
through the snakes, snares, and alligators. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, feeding the worms I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be feeling badass or talk shit. I'm just saying. There's the lie, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Okay. You can fuck around and find out. If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a white tee. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be Oh, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South you Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirt South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud Land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late To come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and 